thank the maker, this oil bath is going to feel so good. Welcome to Giant Size Man Things with Steve Garnett. I'm Aaron Kelly. And I'm Jimmy Rouse. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. The only show that's... <laughs> the only show where you know that oil bath is going to feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was C-3PO. I wish you were C-3PO too. Because then if all I ever had to look forward to was oil baths, my life would probably be less stressful. Although he seemed like he was often stressed out. For a droid. C3PO. I never really understood that. It's like, if you were going to give an inanimate object personality, why would you do that particular one? <laughs> well, why did they make... Like he's just nervous. Well, I mean, look who made him. This is look true. who made him. You know, if I was... Uh, look who made I, him. If I was the product of the imagination of an intergalactic despot, I would probably be fucking worried all the time, too. Yeah. And, you know, stormtroopers did shoot him once, so, you know, I guess they really were out to get him. Maybe they were. Excuse me, man, boys. <clears throat> well, let's get right started right away and just go ahead and do our picks of the week. What do you, uh, you want to do yours first? Yeah, sure. Um, my pick of the week is going to be Cluster 2. I'm actually, re- I think I may have picked Cluster 1 for my pick of the week when did. it came out, but I'm really enjoying this series. You know what I'm saying? You dig, you dig, you dig. Well, it's pretty good. What about pretty you, good Jimmy? Stuff. Uh, I'm actually going to pick Swamp Thing number 40. Uh, it's. The last issue of the current Swamp Thing run, uh, they're ending this series, leading into Convergence, and there's going to be a two-issue series. I actually sat down and reread the entire series this week, like Damn. all 40 issues of it. I think it was a great series. They've they kind of it's it's kind of clean for Swamp Thing, you know. It's like because that's always been a Vertigo book. But, the swamps are dirty, but they're they're kind of they kind of kind of wanted to make the the book a little more appealing to super superhero fans. Right. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's it's been a pretty solid read. Charles Soule was an excellent writer on the series while he was on there. The art's beautiful. Had a decent ending, I thought. So, you know, you know I'm, going, I'm going with Swamp Thing 40 for this and, week. And there's no Swamp post-convergence, right, as, as it appears? Uh, right as now, of now. It, as of now, no. But there, but there is the Dark World book and, and the, the early rumblings on the the Dark World thing is that that it's going to be like the horror characters in a world where there are no superheroes. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I actually hope that that turns out to be true, because just there, there you you can't have Swamp Thing in the same world with Batman. And if you if you don't understand why, go back and look at some old issues of Batman and Swamp Thing where they where they cross paths. We saw what Swamp Thing did to Wonder Woman recently. He whooped her ass. Whooped that ass like this. He's in a little minute. You know? It's like, but, but I just, uh, the, the cover on this issue was really cool too, man, because they, they flipped the, they flipped the cover art around sideways. So it's, you know, lengthwise on the cover. And it's like Swamp Thing and all these other different avatars of the green. Uh, and it was just, it was bitching. Cool. Awesome. Love awesome. It. Awesome. 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 What about you, Aaron Kelly? Well, um, uh, I'm a huge Jeff Lemire fan. Anyone knows me. Wait, when you say it, do you mean that you're a fat, gigantic Jeff Lemire fan, or that you're just really into Jeff Lemire? I'm really into him. Like, your fandom for him is big. Yes. Okay. Like, I loved Sweet Tooth. I loved Trillium, Underwater Water. Uh, So, I was really looking forward to Descender number one. Which I did not get a copy of, unfortunately. Yeah, it sold out everywhere. Uh, I had it in my polls, um, luckily. So, and it it was my pick of the week. Yeah. 
So when you read it, you know you'll learn about a little kid named Tim Twenty One and mm-hmm. his little robotic dog named Bandit. Well, that's cute. And uh, I don't want a robotic. You'll see some planets get destroyed. Oh. Mm. Um, and you know it, it, it was a really good first issue. So it's a ripoff of Star Wars. Nah, sorry. Well, you remember the scene where Darth Vader blows up Alderaan in front of Leia. That sounds like what you're talking about. Mm, you'll just have to see, man. Mm, I really would like to get a taste of that book, personally. But, uh... I'm gonna eat it? Oh, yeah. I'm not wanting you about that. I always eat my comics. And you know, like... When I'm done reading them. For, like, a Lemire independent, like Sweet Tooth, you know, that book never sold out, never got a second printing. Descender's already in for a second printing, and I think it's just because that movie deal that was... Came out like a month ago, mm. and I think everyone's just going to be like, this is going to be worth all the money one day, and they're probably not even going to read it and enjoy it for what it is. That's sad. Uh, it is sad, but... Um, it's a sad world we live in. Well, those sound like pretty good picks. Um, let me ask you, uh, are, are you doing anything fun this weekend? You mean like after the show? Yeah. I'll probably come to bed. Mm. <laughs> we are recording a little bit late. Well, what did you have for lunch yesterday? <laughs> oh... Then I worked. Uh, normally, I just have like a peanut butter and jelly or something. Uh, nothing too big. You know, I don't get back my lunch. And what is a short-term goal of yours? Are you reading like a something up like a therapist would fucking ask me or something? What the hell are you reading over there? <laughs> well, if you don't want to answer that question, let me ask you: What was is your favorite meal of the day? Dinner. All right, Jimmy. Uh, real quick, uh, what was the last gift that you received? Uh, someone bought me a douche. Actually, a series of them. <laughs> that was the last gift? <laughs> that was before Christmas. You didn't get anything for Christmas? Except or, or, or have other people want you douches since Steve and I did. Well, no. Actually, someone offered to buy me a douche tonight. They did. Me. They did. Oh, my God. Uh, if you could live anywhere on Desert Earth, Simmons. where Thanks would you live? Your, uh, where would I live? Wow. Um... I don't know, man. Probably Hawaii or somewhere like that. If I could get somewhere where, you know, it was a similar area, but no hurricanes. And what is the worst thing about your gender? The worst thing about my gender? I'm ugly. I'm an ugly, ugly man. And I'm going to end it on this last question I'm going to ask the both of you. What was the last movie you saw? Oh, uh, like in the theater, just period. Period. Uh, the last movie I saw was, uh... I watched Pandorum last week, which was awesome. If you if you're a sci-fi fan, have a have a shot at that one. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, I like that movie. I was I was really surprised. I wish I'd watched it. That movie, I can never remember what it's called for some reason. When I'm trying to tell people to watch it, I'm like, uh, it's just someone with like Dennis Quaid, right? Yeah. Okay, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, to wrap things up, I just want to say, what countries have you traveled to? You don't have to answer it. Let's talk about Spider Woman's new costume instead. <laughs> yes, let's. How do you feel about that? Okay, well, personally, I am. I understand why they want to move to a new costume with her. Um, a part of me feels like that the only reason that they did it was because of that Milo Minara cover controversy. I feel like that was like the final. They were like, okay, we're changing her costume. That's what it felt like, you know. It's like that happening shortly after suddenly her costume is getting changed. But I personally don't like the aesthetics of the costume. I. Uh, can get used to it. It's not too terrible. I don't like the glasses. I hate the glasses. They make no fucking sense. No, it's like, why are they there? And like, you know, like, like I mentioned earlier, I was flipping through some old Ultimate, uh, it might have been an Ultimate Spider-Man book, 
there's a character from the Ultimate Universe that is wearing a costume remarkably similar to this thing, so it's not even a fresh, really a fresh idea for a costume. Is it the same Ultimate Jessica Drew that you see no. with uh, no, in the Spider-Verse? Not unless, not unless, well, I don't know. I haven't read enough of Spider-Verse, but the Ultimate Jessica Drew that showed up that I know about was wearing a red and white costume. And this is this is almost identical to to the the Spider Woman costume that we're seeing right now. There's a Jessica Drew in Spider Verse that actually now that you say that does kind of dress similarly to this new Spider Woman costume. She hangs out with uh I'm pretty sure she hangs out with uh she's in that Scarlet Spider series. Okay. That they did that was yeah. like three issues long with the Scarlet Spider and I'll, I'll check that I think out. It was her, yeah, and get back with you on that. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't hate the new costume, but I just you know I think they could have come up with something that's a little closer to the original. I don't necessarily mean copying the original. Just that that original costume to me with the the you know the red bodysuit with the yellow highlights is iconic of the character. Yes, I agree. You know, I, I haven't liked any, really any other costume on Spider Woman but that one. You know. Uh, and, you know, I just I'm bitching because I don't really like change. <laughs> well, and I think we're seeing a, a move. I think we're seeing uh, a, we're seeing a move from the old days where superheroes basically wore tights. Yeah, I think we're seeing not seeing hardly any of that anymore. Honestly, yeah, most. I mean, the, the, it, it's not realistic at this point. I think that they're kind of trying to move forward with a little more realism in comics, which is not going to really hurt anything. Right. You know, how do you feel about it? I mean, the Spider-Woman, I've never I've read much Spider-Woman. I saw pictures of the costume. Yeah. Um, as far as, you know, updating some costumes over time, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess I could see where they want to, but I think if there's a big outcry and the fans don't like it, I think you should go back. I mean, you know, there's some costumes that have never changed and nobody's like, oh, you need to change this costume. Well, yeah. you know? The thing I do like about the costume change... Is that in the story, you know, she's like kind of trying something new, you know, she quit the Avengers and she's just wanting to go live in some city and do small time vigilante kinda stuff, be, basically. be a solo hero. Be a solo hero. So, I mean, it makes sense why she would change her costume to be less iconic of that Spider-Woman yeah. that she was before. I actually liked the comic book. I liked the story. I actually really enjoyed issue number five of Spider-Woman. Even if I didn't 100% get down with the new costume, I think I, I think it'll grow on me. Honestly, uh, was it you that sent me the, the 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 panels where she was talking about spending five hours googling Spider Woman's butt? Yeah, <laughs> that's I, what made me think about yeah, the I, Mila Manera thing. Right, and I, I I'm with you on that one. It's like that, there is no reason for them to reference that in any on on any on any level aside from that. I mean, has there you been know? like a pretty big negative? Feedback? Well, you know how the internet is, dude. The internet is... I mean, I know it's it's, it's normally split. You know, you're but, have... but I think... Here's my theory about the internet. When you take something and you look at the comments and what people are saying about it, probably about 75% of people who are bothering to comment are just having... They hate everything. They're, yeah. They just bitch and complain about everything. They're negative people. Yeah. And most people... You know, most people don't comment on an article that they read. That's not the yeah. majority of people. Like, commenters are like their yeah. own breed, True, breed you know. of society. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we, we've talked about this particular, that you know, the Menara cover to, to no end. But, you know, I mean, uh, at the same time, I look at it, it's like we were having a conversation 
with, I think it was Brooke, saw it, and she said, you know, I don't have a problem with it, but it does, in that particular instance, it does kind of look like she's about to take it from the whole city. Yeah. You know, so what? <laughs> you know, it was like, but, but then we go back to the whole, you know, they've put Spider-Man in that position a, a billion damn times, and nobody said anything. Why? Because it doesn't matter. Well, I think Marvel's biggest mistake was them trying to hype up Spider, the new Spider-Woman comic a little bit. By saying that it was going to be a more empowering female character story, and then their probably their mistake, honestly, was to hire an erotica artist to do the fucking cover for number one. Yeah. I mean, what? Yeah. It's not, probably not yeah, your best I mean, move. I, you know, I mean, is it Milo Minara's fault? No, no. It's I mean, it, it was just probably I mean, he just a, has that style of art, and he's right. You know, but I mean, if you look at like, and he's an erotica artist. Yeah. You know, that's not an over-sexualized poster. It's just, you know, they could have said, hey, we don't like this one. Give us another one. Yeah. You know? It's like, we can use this some other time. Or make a poster of this. Or you can release it. Or whatever. But, you know, they didn't have to use that particular piece of art if they didn't like it. Yeah, they did. Uh, and then and then they used a, a damn logo on the magazine to cover it up. So. Yeah. I, I personally never saw an issue with it. I mean... I did. I mean, oh, I've never laid eyes on a copy of it in real life. Well, I mean, I have it in like real life, gone, but like I mean, you know, it's, like it's a seventy-five or hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, but so. you know, you you saw, you know, like yeah. when, what it, but I it, I never saw a problem with yeah. it. I mean, uh, but, either way, though, yeah, the new Spider Woman costume now, uh, it's it's it'll probably be here for a little while at least. Anyway, it could be permanent. You never know. Um, I I thought, especially with the glasses. You know, with the goggles, she could lose the glasses. With 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 those, it really reminded me of Catwoman, like the like the the Catwoman from the Dark Knight. Man, that's what they're going for, man. But I, okay, <laughs> you who know, knows? who so, knows? I did enjoy the comic, though. I would look forward to reading it as it comes out. Um, we got this. Uh, Won't you guys talk a little about the BMPs? Big man. Big yeah, man. there was, uh, I think, some uh, two other big, big comics that premiered uh, this week that I really liked. One is, uh, I think it's just going to be a four-part or uh, either a four or six-part miniseries. It's by Eric Powell. It's called Big Man Plans, starring Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Pretty much, uh, could very well be. Yes. You know, the book starts out like really fast, and then it's a pretty much a little backstory about this you know, older midget guy. And like, I got really like it, it brought me down, you know, I was like, man, almost, I was like, man, he's had such like a rough life. He's been bullied his whole life. And like, you, you know, you see like the death of his father, which was an act, like he tried to save his father and he couldn't. And then, you know, he goes to Vietnam, you know, because he has nothing else to do. So he tries to join the army and then they don't want him because he's too small. But then they like, you just got to read it. But he, uh, it ended up being a really solid first issue, but pretty much out of that origin, you learn that he's this just this ruthless motherfucker that is like he has no problem to kill someone. He, you know, he, uh, you know, it's a very good first issue. Eric Powell writes and does you know his own art too. Um, nice. So you should get that. I think that is Dark Horse. I think put that out. Um, I also want to talk about Black Cross. Issue one, uh, Warren Ellis' new book. Yeah, I'm 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 way into it. I haven't had time to read it yet because I 
I forgot to have them pull it for me. <laughs> so I, I ended up getting the last copy that Mountain Empire had, but I didn't pick it up until yesterday. Uh, uh, I want some ham. Ham's tasty. Uh, um, opening panels, guy strips completely naked, pours gasoline on himself, lights himself on fire, walks into a river. No dialogue needed. Uh, and then outside of this, you're trying to figure out, like, what the hell is that guy going on? There's also someone murdering some people in town. See, and I'm, I'm, I'm really intrigued by this book. Yeah. Uh, it's, part, it's, I mean, it's part of what they call the Superpowers Project books, uh, which is uh, some, some stuff that came out several years ago from Dynamite. And uh, what those characters are is they're a, it's a group of superhero characters that were in old comics and cartoon strips and newspapers and stuff like that that are all they're all public domain characters, um, and uh, Alex Ross was involved in in you know the earlier series. There's been uh, there's Project Superpowers and then Project Superpowers Chapter Two. Then there was a. a a series that was just about the villains, which I've not even been able to lay hands on a copy of any of that. Mm. But now the first the first series was awesome, and what I've read of the second series was pretty good. But uh, but it's been years since they've done anything with the Project Superpower stuff, and this is spinning out of that. So I think it's cool that they decided to pick it back up, and I think it's awesome that they picked Warren Ellis to do a you know do some writing on it because. We're talking about a really eclectic mix of characters here. Now that sounds like the yeah. droids I'm looking for. It does, it does. <laughs> this oil bath is going to feel so good. Oh, so good, yes. Uh, but, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm way into the book, and, and like you said, I mean, I, the, I saw the, uh, the pages that you're talking yeah. about. That's what they threw up for the preview. Or it's on opening, it. I mean, it's out Yeah, opens. and I was just like, well, I'm reading that. I'd that's, love to get a taste I mean. of that. But, both of those flock to your nearest comic book store, pick those up. I don't think you'll be disappointed with either one, um, as well as our pick of the weeks. Yeah, yeah, I don't think absolutely. I don't think anyone can be disappointed. Which I may, I may see if I can find that preview. Thing, you know, throw the preview up on, on the Facebook page later. Okay. So, um, what else we? You wanted to say something about Jared Leto, didn't you? Oh yeah, Jared Leto Latarth. Oh, um, Jared. he. Uh, <laughs> they released a few pictures this week. The first was like him cutting off those that beautiful brown hair. And then there was the one where he had like that bleach blonde hair, and his eyebrows were shaved. See, and, uh, I, I wasn't entirely certain that his eyebrows were shaved so much as they uh, that they had just dyed them. But they may have just dyed them. To me, it looks like there's no eyebrows. And I was like, what the hell? I, I couldn't uh, really tell in the photograph, but but I mean, it no. surely surely his his hair is blonde, like they bleached it to to. To do green dye, yeah, surely. I mean, surely he's not just gonna run around. They, they would have hair, to. But, yeah, uh, they would have to. But uh, I, I, I don't know, man. There's, there's a lot of people that look at it and think he's, it's really creepy. I, I, I mean, right now it looks a little comical, but uh, I, don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I like know. what you said there a few minutes ago. He looks, it looks like Brienne of Tarth. To me, it looks, looks like this guy I used to go to high school with named Scabdul. <laughs> he's a. Uh, Actually, you know, he's starting to look just like his character in Fight Club, old Blondie. There, remember him? Oh that yeah. Hair. Oh, he's starting yeah. to look. He's starting to look like that guy again. I forgot about. Maybe that. he's oh, just yeah. pumped about Fight Club too. Maybe, Maybe so. Knows. I'm pumped about Fight Club. Maybe he's wanted to be a movie. And he's like, come on, man, I already have the blonde hair. I'll tell you what, what I'm upset it. about. What are you upset about? That Spider Verse is over. It comes oh, back. It's coming back. But when's it coming back? In May. In May, it's Secret Wars. They're gonna have a. But. For everybody who can't wait till May to get some more Spider Verse, this week on the uh, Amazing Spot or the Ultimate Spider Man Disney XD cartoon, the Spider Verse event started. Really? I've actually already seen all of it because I I kept seeing all these ads for it and stuff, being like Spider Verse is going to start soon, and I'm like I've already seen it. 
Have you seen it? I watched it on the internet, right? Turns out it aired in Europe like months ago. What the crap? First. So it, it actually aired before the series started? No, I He's mean... saying Europe got it before Europe got America it before got us. It. Oh. For some reason. Isn't that weird? Well, you were saying something else about... Um, uh, what was it? The... The Dark Places trailer. The Dark Places. Yeah. Something, something similar going on there. Yeah, the, the trailer for... Uh, Dark Places, the second Gillian Flynn, Gillian Flynn, however you say her name, the second one of her movies behind Gone Girl uh, is coming out, and it's, the movie's been filmed, I mean, it's, it was f- finished filming last year in 2014, and it, for some reason, it's having a hard time getting distributed, so they, they finally released a trailer completely full of uh, French subtitles, even like when it was like giving like the name of the movie completely in French. It turns out that it's like April the 4th. Is the movie in French? No, the movie was in English, but it was subtitled. For some reason, there's still no like distributor in America, but it, it's coming out. Like I, th- I think it was like April the 4th in, in France. Like They're getting this movie first. Uh, I mean, you can see the full cast of every, you know, like everyone that is in this movie, Charlie Weird. Uh, Christina Hendricks, who's Joan from Mad Men, uh, Corey Stoll. Uh, uh, Christina Hendricks. Uh, but there's all these people, and it's like I don't get it because like Gone Girl was such a big hit, and this is actually—I mean, this was actually a really big book. I mean, you know, the, this book came out before Gone Girl, and it's like the book was huge when it came out. It's like I don't—I just don't get why. Because uh, the world is, that we live in isn't fair. That's all. I, that's all there is to it. But uh, yeah, Gro- yeah. Groot's getting his own series. Groot is getting his own series. <laughs> See, I'm—I want to know how they're going to pull that off. Is it—is it going to be like the Groot issue of Rocket Reckon, where just everything says I'm Groot? Yeah, right. I don't see how that's going to work for a series. Or, but you know, you were telling me about this this month's issue of Rocket. You know, where it's set in the future and Groot has kind of turned evil again. And for those of you who don't know, Groot started out as a supervillain. Yeah. Um, and I apologize for the weird sound that you just heard. Apparently, I have not turned off all the noises on all my crap. Um, but anyway, <laughs> that was Jimmy's uh, pager going on. It was. It was. Uh, uh, someone needs some dope or something. I don't know. It has to do a milk delivery. A milk delivery. Yeah. It's a milk run. Uh, <laughs> you know, months and months and months and months ago, back when Rocket Raccoon number one first came out, they had announced that they were going to do a Gamora series, and I never saw that happen or never heard about it ever again. I, and, yeah, I don't understand. I'd read either. that. Uh, she's a cool character. Man. Yeah. She's actually a really cool character. You know, I, I followed that character a little bit back when they were doing the original Infinity stories, Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War. Uh, <sighs> I can't remember what the third one was, but... Uh, Tomato Boys. <laughs> Infinity but, Tomato. Yeah, and you know, and she was in she was in, you know, Warlock and the Infinity Watch was one of the main characters there. Great character. Can totally can totally pull off a series, I think. But, but it seems to be that they've either put that on hold or scrapped it all together. And instead they're doing they do Groot. I am that that you know, with what you were telling me about this month's issue of, of Rocket Raccoon, I'm wondering if maybe they're gonna start expanding on Groot's character a little bit because what if they decide in the group book to show us what he's actually saying? It could be it. What if they translate it for us? That would be cool. Because, I mean, like, you know, like I said, he started out as a villain, and he could speak. You know, it wasn't always, I am Groot, I am Groot, I am Groot. And there's some weird stuff with that character anyway where he might not actually be Groot. Like, if you look at the background of the character, like, he's wanted on his home planet. Yeah. For treason. 
on and I th- I'm wanting to say that, that he's wanted on his home planet for treason and impersonating an imperial or something like that. So you know, it may turn out that Groot's not really Groot. Yeah, maybe That'd he's just saying that to play stupid. You know, maybe yeah. that's all he's saying to. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Like all these years, he's actually just been acting. It's like, but somehow Rocket Raccoon can understand him and knows exactly what he's saying. That's true. So Rocket Raccoon understands the way how Groot speaks, but normal humans cannot, or most other humanoids, species, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, I don't know. I, I I'll check the book out because I've seen some of the art from it. You know. Uh, Earlier today, I was flipping through some pages, and somebody had thrown up some, I guess, some, some early art concepts, and it it looks cool. Like they're they're kind of streamlining the way they're drawing. It yeah. Bit. So, uh, I, I mean, I'll, I'll check it. I'm just a, such a sucker for Guardians that I'll I'll read it. Well, since you're a sucker for Guardians, have you heard about uh, what they're going to do with the Guardians during Secret Wars? Not exactly. And, well, it's good because uh, Marvel's not throwing out enough information quick enough about Secret Wars. So I'm, you know, I'm glad that the, I'm glad that somebody finally let something go on as far as what's happening with the Guardians. You know, when there's no other planets besides Battle World, where the hell are the Guardians of the Galaxy going to be? Yeah, it's not. Like they're they going to trash them. They are. They are re-releasing the book under the title "Guardians of Nowhere," which is the space station. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The the uh, celestial head, which you you know we saw in the movie and was in you know the last couple of comic series. You see it repetitively. Uh, so the, that is apparently going to be in orbit of Battle World, as though it were a moon. Cool. Uh, and I thought it was really cool, but uh, I'm pretty sure Groot's not in it. Interesting. And uh, they're putting uh, they're putting Angela. Uh, at, I I like Angela. Angela. Uh, for, like from I the love her comic. Assassin. Yeah, I, her I, comic is so cool. <laughs> the art in it is amazing. Yeah, it is really really pretty, man. I have to give credit where credit's due, but they are apparently putting her on the Guardians team, which is not a huge surprise. No, because she hangs out with them all the time anyway. Yeah. She's hanging out with well, them right now, here, actually. Yeah. She's with them right now. Jesus, I just called she's her. She's here again. We might as well give her a job. Yeah, uh, is Captain Marvel still going to be with them? Or is she uh, taking her leave? I don't know. What about Agent Venom? I don't know about that either. The only characters that I can tell you for sure are Gamora, Drax, Rocket, and Angela. Interesting. So, uh, no Not even Star-Lord? No confirmation on Star-Lord. Star-Lord's going to go and fucking join the X-Men because he can't stop fucking Kitty Pride. Well, and see, I'm wondering what's going on there because, well, not necessarily there because I'm pretty sure that he's going to show up in the Infinity Gauntlet book, which is going to cover Thanos. There's oh, something yeah. with the Novas going on in there. Uh, Interesting. So, uh, but, I, but I, I'm looking looking forward to that actually because I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. I'm looking forward to almost everything in Secret Wars. To be honest, I'm pumped about it. Uh, let's see, we talked about those. It's International Women's Day. Oh yes, it is. It so, won't be probably when you listen to this, but right now when we're taping the, or taping this, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Today is International is, Women's it Day. Is International Women's Day. So uh, you which know, is I, great that we talked about Spider Woman there. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, and her new costume. We really have talked about a lot of women. And wait till we get to Supergirl up there. Yeah. Like, have you been doing anything special for International Women's Day? I looked at a lot of women. No, that's what I did. I, uh, oh. I, I'm probably going to get hate mail for that. I mainly did a bunch. Please of, address your hate mail. I mainly did a bunch me. of swiping left on Tinder, though. Sadly, <laughs> it was a bunch of left swipes for me. Well, here's what I did for International Women's Day. I sat down because I didn't sleep much today after I got off work. I sat down 
And I thought, huh, it's International Women's Day. So I sat down and I read the full run so far of Bitch Planet to celebrate Women's Day for me. Man, a good feminist you? comic written by a woman, Kelly Sue DeConnick. Awesome. I mean, that third That's issue is a good origin, man. I love that third issue. Yeah, the third, it, I liked the series. Oh God, I liked the idea of it. But when I read that third issue, is when I was like, "This comic is gonna be killer." Yes, absolutely. Like, I, that's probably one of the better reads that I've had this year. I think it's like I really, really enjoyed the origin of Penny Roll. It was this good character who's been kind of the while ultra violent. She's been kind of the comedy yeah. going on in the background of, of the first couple issues. You know. But you find out a whole lot more about that character in this. Well, I like the way how they do it too, because they take her characters and they provide comedy through her, but not in such a way to where you're really laughing at her as so much. Because you know you kind of respect her, like she's kind of a badass, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I don't laugh. Like they don't make her into a joke or anything. No, I don't laugh. No, no. I laugh at what she does to the asshole guards. It's awesome. It's a cool comic. Where am I going to put my other tit? Yeah. Which is. In my opinion, probably one of the greatest opening lines for a character in any comic history. It's like, it's <laughs> a good just one. Just kept saying it. <laughs> that, you know? I like uh, that. I like that comic. I'm collecting two runs of that. Actually, I really? like it so much. Yeah, it's good. I mean, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm actually glad you brought that up. Like, you know, I, I've been wanting to talk to people about ghost variants because I don't, there are a lot of people that don't know what those are. Uh, and there's a really cool ghost variant on number one. Yeah, he Aaron has, has it. One. Yep, I got it. I uh, want to still see if I can find one of those. I really like that. Uh, it's, it's, it's not Love bad. Love that it's color. Run, it's running about, about $10. Bucks oh, that's right not now. too bad. So, uh, uh, the ghost variants are really cool. So if, if you guys are looking for interesting art, because it, it usually doesn't necessarily have anything to do with what's going on in the comic... But we'll feature characters from the comic. Yeah, I think the the ghost one for the number ones is like a big metal finger. It is. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, they, they sell a po- you can buy a poster. And it's like blue. It. I think them. what the first issue was like purple and yellow, right? Hey, yeah, and yeah, yeah, the ghost one's blue. Yeah. Uh, didn't you pick up a ghost of sex criminals? Uh, yeah, actually, I did. I, I picked up uh, the first the first issue of sex criminals. I found it, I found ghost variants of that uh, right around the time yeah. that they were releasing the information about that being picked up for a series so I was pretty happy about that but what the ghost what the ghost variants are if anybody's interested they're they're aside from being really cool art uh, they're unknown variants they're not solicited for sale in previews they're not solicited in the back the backs of the issues of comics where they show the variant art like variant art covers they are potentially unknown. And so, and it's it's really random. But what it is is it's, it's a group of independent comic shops uh, pay to have ghost covers printed on. You know, they're they they have to be available the day of the release. They only print them one time, and that is it. So, and they all have a little ghost variant logo on. Now, what's the difference of ghost variants and phantom variants? I don't know what a phantom variant is. I haven't looked that up yet. But, but yeah, I don't know either. That's what that spider, yeah, that, spider that spider Gwen, is a phantom variant. The, that three hundred one. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I'll have to. Yeah, check that I'm out. wondering myself about that. Yeah, we'll do a little research and let you know about those as soon as we know. But yeah, the ghost the ghost variants are really cool. You can sometimes find kind of rare books with really cool art on them and just nobody realizes that there's a variant out there that they don't know about. Um, and there are, I'm pretty sure they're only available for sale in the shops that are a part of that program, uh, which I don't think any of our local shops are. Have, have you seen the, the Hastings uh, connecting cover variants for Spider-Man 1 and uh, Silk 1? Yeah. 
I saw those the other day. Those they're pretty bitch. Yeah, I like them. They're cool. Where it's like, yeah, they're, like they're one, really like because it, it's got Peter Parker in the middle. Yeah, and it's like half of them's unmasked, half of them's masked. Yeah, I think I think, and the thing was, is I I had seen them both separately, and but it never registered to me that they was that it was one piece of art until I saw both of them. Yeah, that together. company gets a lot of variants. They too. love making those poop poops. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I, I just uh, the the ghost variants are awesome. Uh, just they're they're well worth well worth looking at just just to see the art. on it's like, and sometimes you can find a relatively rare books, you know, relatively rare. And they're, they're first printings. I feel like I should mention that. They're all first printings. Uh, like one of the ones that I've noticed is still like a $10 book. East of West number one. There's a ghost variant on East of West number one that is still a $10 book. I wonder why that is. Nobody knows it's out there, you know. Uh, they did a ghost variant on Dying of the Dead, uh, Fatal number 15. The first one that they did was a Walking Dead uh, 101. The 101st issue of Walking Dead was the first ghost variant. Uh, and it's got a pretty pretty cool cover. Oh, I, don't, I don't think I've seen it. Uh, it's got the Michonne on it, and she's like dressed in 70s disco. Okay, I have seen it. I, okay. I, I didn't know that's what yeah. it was for. I, I, thought, I just I thought, it was yeah. a cool, I thought it was a cool cover, and I love that character, so I'm probably going to pick one of those up. Yeah. You know, but but they they are cool. So you know, I think I thought it would be cool to you know throw some information out there and maybe you know give those give those a little more attention than they're getting. So glad you brought up the bitch planet one. So so what do you guys think about Supergirl's new Supergirl's costume for this upcoming CBS show Supergirl? Have you not seen it? Yet? I haven't seen it. You haven't um, seen it yet, huh? I'll, I'll shoot you some pictures. Of, okay. Dude, it's the classic Supergirl costume, like the you know it's it's you know the mini skirt and the boots and they. But they did not in. do it in a way to where it's like sexualized. Yeah, they they opted to not go with slutty Supergirl, which is all DC has done for a while now. Like it's like blue Supergirl top, you know, doesn't even have like cleavage. So it's so it's not skirt like- tights thigh highs. So it's not like that new Supergirl costume in the comics. Then. No, where it's where it, that has like the red on. Yeah, the, I hate yeah, that. I don't get. I don't get that either. But, but yeah, her costume for the show looks pretty classy. It it's it looks pretty classy. I'll, uh, it, uh, I'll put some photos later on Facebook, and, and I'll tag you. So, but but they go a good direction, I think, with this costume because it allows the viewer to instantly have the chance, at least, to try and take the show seriously. Because if they would have put her out there looking like a schoolgirl stripper. Yeah. Immediately, you're just going to be like. <laughs> Which bizarrely, I, I was surprised in, in the Justice League cartoons that they actually used that costume. Yeah, right. The, the one that you're mentioning there, yeah. uh, as, as her costume, you know. Uh, but but have you seen the original Supergirl movie, like with the Helen Slater? I've not seen it. Okay, either. well, I, I mean, it's it's typical like pre-crisis and Supergirl costume. Keeper you know? Southern. Like the the blue, you know, the blue tunic and the red mini skirt, and just like. They've gone with the original, the original look for the character. It just looks like the the, the coloring is a little, little darker blue. The the the, uh, the texture of the costume looks like it's similar to what what uh, Henry Cavill Superman wore in uh, Man of Steel. So I I think it's actually great that they did that. And and a uh, little little side note, speaking of Helen uh, Slater. Helen Slater and Dean Kane both have been cast in that show, I, so you had I did previous, see that. You know, you had the original Supergirl and a previous TV Superman showing up on there, and I am down with that. Well, you know, I think for Dean Kane, the last thing he probably done anything on television was he got stuck cutting a bunch of cake. 
Do you do you remember that on comic book? Movie? Yeah, <laughs> where he, he was like the guest of honor, and they made him sit there and cut like all this cake to hand out, and he was like the guest of honor. <laughs> and it was really comical because you could tell he was like, you know, he was like, I'm the fucking guest of honor. Like I shouldn't be cutting all this cake. You know? <laughs> but uh, well, you know what? He's made some really bad movies, so he can serve some cake. It's like the the man. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Lois and Clark was a was a really entertaining show. It was very much the Smallville of its day, you know. And I could still remember him standing there wearing the suit with his fist balled up and, and shoved up under his biceps so they looked like they were freaking enormous because that was the classic trick that he did. And everybody, every, you know, everybody used to make fun of that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I mean, he he was pretty good as Superman. I get you know, I give credit where credit's due. And that that show went some places that that. They didn't go in their stuff, like, you know, bringing in other Kryptonians and shit like that. It's like, it's a good trick, isn't it? You see, you know, they're trying that, Steve. Look at those pythons. <laughs> see, now, I wish I hadn't mentioned that, because, like, people are going to listen Everybody's to this, gonna be doing immediately going to go into the bathroom and do it. Yeah, everyone's going to be doing it <laughs> now. Do it. Like, as, as soon as you guys leave, I'm going to go do it with all my clothes off, like, in my mirror. Like, oh, yeah. You should, and take a picture. And I'll, a photosh- I'll Photoshop... Like a body paint style Sweet. Superman costume onto your body. Oh, there's going to be some baby oil involved. Well, that oil bath is going to feel so good. <laughs> there was uh, there was a little bit of sad news in the comic world. Uh, Norman Lee uh, was out in the Cayman Islands, off the Cayman, the coast of the Cayman Islands, and some snorkeling with his wife on Thursday. And he got separated from his wife and has not been found. And after four days, they've called off they the search. Called the search oh, they no clue oh big deal. Big deal. Yeah, I might take a little slack over this, but we're going to talk about this guy on the show. We don't even talk about Spock when he dies. <laughs> I brought that up last week. I, if you remember, I actually brought him. I was like, we did not talk about <coughs> Well, no, that's why I said that. You know, I want to say something about Spock. I think it's absolutely perfect. <laughs> that the Westboro Baptist Church couldn't find the funeral that they were planning to pick it because they're giant assholes. Yeah. They tried to pick at Spock's funeral. Yeah, they and they couldn't find it. They were going to pick funeral. God. If, I hope, I hope that that would have been one of those deals where they showed up at the funeral and there were one million giant geeks standing there dressed like Klingons compl- replete with bat lifts ready to whip an ass That'd be because awesome. that would have been appropriate why don't those guys get beat up more our culture's too kind you know uh, <laughs> celebrities in it you know it seems fairly true I don't true know for some reason we're tolerating idiocy we, they, do, we do we do they die in threes and it seems you know most of the time you it's, it's like a few weeks another one dies when Harrison Ford had that plane crash I was like oh my god oh yeah everybody was like holy shit I was like holy no, shit no and I I, apparently apparently his face is kind of fucked up like there, there's actually some he got looked yeah there's gonna be like a scar or something on his face cause I actually heard he has a pretty bad gash in his face from it but... oh my god oh, I realized what happened I know what's going on he's got the Star Wars curse you know what I realized? Because after, because remember what happened to Luke's face after A New Hope? Now they filmed yeah, this episode seven. Han Solo gets his face fucked up. Now, now he's going to be all looped. He's going to be all looped oh, out yeah. in the next movie. Uh, yeah, well, we should mention that because I bet a lot of people don't know that. It's like after the filming of A New Hope, uh, Mark Hamill was involved in a car accident and took some pretty heavy damage to his face. 
and which is obvious when you watch Empire yeah, Strikes I mean, Back. I mean, you can you can kind of see the scarring on his face, especially as he's gotten older. You know, it's like uh, it's not terribly apparent, but you can really tell, especially in you know, uh, and the, I guess you know what the scene the scene with the Wampa, the scene with the Wampa in in uh, uh, Empire. I wonder if that was to 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 uh, write in a reason for him to have scarring on one side of his face. I've heard it was. I've heard that before. That's and you know ended up one of being one of the iconic films. Of the, what know, if moments in the at movie. the beginning of episode eight, Han Solo gets attacked by a wampa? This <laughs> <laughs> is to the same old trick because they do like to use the same old trick over and over again. While we're on the topic of Star Wars, I just want to real quick say uh, I watched the cartoon Star Wars Rebels. Uh, they recently I so want to get into this the game. season finale just aired. They bring it brought it brings Darth Vader into the fold, which is awesome. But uh, classically, there it does involve deaths in the show, and it's the classic Star Wars death falling to your death down a hole. I mean, how many times have I wish I, I th- I'm pretty sure I saw a video on the internet one day that was where somebody compiled everyone falling to their death from every Star Wars movie, and it just, it's tons of... That must have been like a 30-minute YouTube video. It was. It's weird that you bring that up, because, you know, it, that I used to read a lot of the Star Wars novels, and that carried on into the Star Wars novels. That's one, one of the ones that stuck out most of these, Alan Dean Foster wrote one called uh, Splinter of Mind's Eye, and it was before there was even any concept that the, there was going to be an expanded universe. So that, uh, Splinter of Mind's Eye is set between A New Hope and... Uh, uh, I just said the name of the damn movie. <laughs> uh, a New Hope and uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And, you know, it involves Darth Vader tracking down um, Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker on this planet, and at the end of the book, he falls down a hole into some lava. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that always happen? Is that the only way you can die in that world? You know in what? In the Star Wars universe... A hole must be the most terrifying goddamn thing that you can imagine. There are giant, <laughs> giant spaceship eating slugs down big holes. There are caves where you go in and fight imaginary Force Darth Vader's that have your face in, inside the mask. Just any number of goddamn things, you know. Oh my god, I just figured it out, dude. They all need oil. If you don't die by in Star Wars, if you don't die by falling to your death, then you get to be a ghost. Holy oh. crap, you're right. You get to be a ghost. That's the only way you get to be a ghost, it turns out. It doesn't matter if you're a Jedi or not. I it matters about how you die. Because of this discussion, I think <coughs> why Boba Fett is considered the most badass person in Star Wars, even though he had about three lines in two movies. He fell down a hole and didn't die. Yeah, that's why he's such a badass. <laughs> he fell to his death, but did not meet his death. He climbed out of that bastard that well, tried to eat him. While we're still talking about Star Wars, there's a big rumor that Linda Calrissian is in Episode Seven. Is there? They're, they're Why are they keeping it under wraps? The thing was, why they announce like, everyone else but keep him? Well, I read the the article. It's apparently they're claiming it's just a cameo. Well, so what? I mean. I, you know what? I don't, here's I don't even care if Lando Calrissian's in the damn movie, but Billy D. Williams' ass ought to be able to at least walk by yeah. on the, in the back screen with some huge-breasted alien like George Lucas did. Uh, you know, if George I hope Lucas it's can not, do that, Colt 45 can do that. I hope it's not a cameo where he's going to, you know, they're going to kill him off. But surely, maybe it's a cameo that will give me hope that he'll be in, you know, episode eight. So I hope he's drinking a Colt 45. I hope he is. 
Normally they have those in that long ago. But that plane that Harrison Ford wrecked, that thing deserved to be in a museum. He shouldn't be driving that old piece of shit. <laughs> Did you see that thing? What the hell? He is the greatest pilot in the galaxy. <laughs> the greatest pilot in the galaxy. He's out Dude, flying he, around and he chooses, in a hunk of junk. Yeah, exactly. In a hunk of junk. Exactly. Do you know how... And instead of crashing it into a populated area, managed to pilot a wounded ship into a golf course where there just happened to be a number of doctors playing. What kind of luck is that? The luck of a gambler. Yeah. I tell you, he is Han Solo. No, but, you know, that was uh, I, it, it was a World War II plane, I think, right? Yeah. I know why he crashed the plane, you guys. Why? He was trying to make the Kessel run in 12 parsecs. He was. Damn, you're right. You think Boba Fett shot him down? That's probably what happened. That might have been. Might have been. At least he lived. <laughs> but, yes, in, in, all, in all honesty, though, yeah. I'm really glad that Harrison Ford did not die in a plane crash. Yeah, because then... I couldn't deal with Spock and Han Solo in one week. And then, you know, the fate of Blade Runner 2, man. I'd be like, oh, my God. You know? What about Star Wars? Yeah, well, yeah, true. Well, I mean, he may or may not be... Oh, true, I mean, he may die be Han Solo. I mean, he may die in Episode 7, though, you know? Yeah. I wonder, wouldn't it be crazy? Well, it wouldn't. They should make it to where uh, they should make it to where the ghost of young Anakin comes and kills everyone again. Oh God! <laughs> and he's like, you oh. had to suggest that, didn't you? Because <laughs> <laughs> we've already seen worse writing than that. Yeah, yeah. Many times. They should do a spin-off. Now that Disney owns Star Wars, they should do a Star Wars spin-off where it's like a a, a haunting story about a Jedi ghost that comes back. You know, you know they did. And it's a haunted story. You know they did zombie stormtroopers before. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. lord. Yeah, the, uh, there was a book called Death Troopers. That was about a zombie virus on a prison ship. Oh, by the way, that Lady Death Apocalypse. I'm starting to think is a zombie story. Really? Yeah, I read issue two of it. Is Polito back on board with that? Again? I don't know. I, he has something to do with it at this point because I know he's trying to start his own company up through a Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, have we done all the news? Oh, no. Hang Mark on. Not. And something about a monkey. Yeah, we didn't talk about Arkham Knight last week because that, or last week is the special themed uh, episode we had, but Arkham Knight is, <laughs> it may be, it's definitely the first Batman game to ever get an M rated. Is it the first superhero game to ever get a mature rating? I couldn't. I couldn't. Is Deadpool rated mature? I believe Deadpool is mature. Is it? I wasn't. It should be. I played it. (laughs) It should Uh, be mature. uh, There's a lot of sex jokes in it. Anyway, let me just uh, look and see. It's still cool because you know those Batman games have been fairly dark. Yeah. And judging by the trailer, I mean, there's no language in the trailer, Um, and it you know it suggested that it's mature because language and I guess fighting and stuff. So I I want to see some multiplayer. Yeah, Deadpool is rated mature. Okay. then it, it's at least the first Batman. Um, but you can also, in this game, you get to drive in the Batmobile. I'm really excited and, about that. Yeah. So, that, actually, I've not played any of the others, I have, but I've been subjected to many people playing them, so I didn't feel like I needed to. They're fun. Uh, but I, you know, because, just because of that, I may buy this one. Oh, yeah. And I think it's June? June or July? I don't remember. I mean, it, it's coming out here in a few months, yeah. so... Oh yeah, man! I'm 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 kind of excited about that because the story looks really interesting to me on this one. It's like I'm not really sure how 
I guess it's the scarecrow is the villain. Is thre- is threatening all of the other inmates of Arkham City. Poop birds. Like it's like I I, I I just for some reason I imagine Batman going yeah go ahead do that. <laughs> and it, you know I mean that that can't be what happens otherwise this would be the shortest most ridiculous game in history. Uh, but you know I I, I kind of want to play this one. Why haven't they made a Guardians of the Galaxy game yet? Damn it. I want to play a Guardians of the Galaxy game. I don't know, man. It was so popular, they didn't make a game for I it. I forgot to mention something, though, when we were talking about Star Wars. Apparently, Battlefront is happening. Is it? Yes. Is it happening? It is happening. Oh, yeah, dude, it's there's, happening. There's, there's apparently been some closed-door viewing of, of, of gameplay going on recently, and dude, I'm really excited about that. It looks bad Every other Star Wars Battlefront game has been friggin' amazing. This one looks like it's going to take the cake. From what so I've seen I, of it, I just I I hope that it's not one another one that you know we don't get because we got screwed out of Battlefront once already. We got once. screwed out of another game that they were doing with Star Wars, and as soon as Disney bought the rights, they canceled the game. Well, it was like a really dark game that played like a uh, like a it was like a stealth game. I can't remember what it was called. I know a guy who was super into it. I'll have to ask him what it's called, but dude, it you can watch the video footage of it. It was done. Yeah, when it looked amazing. I want to say it was when it was. I want to say it might have been Sony that was working on Battlefront once before and had the game all but done, and someone leaked a bunch of footage of it. And that like, was it online, and they were just like project canceled. <laughs> I was like, why? Why? What? You know, and that's the thing is, you know, <laughs> you know, like you know, it's a game. I mean, it's you know, it's. You know, like I, I guess if you found a movie and it got leaked, and you're like, "Oh, they've already seen this. What's the point?" But you know, it's like a video game. I mean, it's a completely different. Well, but yeah, then, uh, but I, I just can't, I can't imagine the the decision making process behind. We have spent all this money, all this money developing this, and then because someone leaked this video, we're just no, nah, it's not no. Nah. It's like someone made a foolish decision there that cost that company all kinds of money. You know, because. I don't care if they leak footage of the damn game a year ahead of time. People are still going to buy it as long as it's a good game. Yeah. And it was Battlefront. How could it have been bad? You know, they could have released, they could have just put a, an entirely new theme on the same game they've released twice already, which they were not doing, and it still would have sold. Yeah. So. Uh, one thing I want to mention is this coming weekend, for those of you, especially our listeners in uh, you know the Virginia, Tennessee, North Carolina area, Wizard World Raleigh is this weekend. There are a ton of awesome guests coming. David Tennant's going to be there. Elfira, Mistress of the Dark, is going to be there. Can't can't even I can't even begin to run down the list of all these of of all the the famous people that are going to be there. They're going to be signing autographs. There's going to be a ton of dealers there dealing stuff. It's going to be, you know, this, this is one of the big shows, like the big, big nationwide shows, you know. Uh, so if you if you get the chance and you're, you're within driving distance of Raleigh, it's going to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's going to be a hell of a show. If you want to go to, if you want to go and get the Comic Con experience, that's one of the ones to go to. Man, I wish I knew someone going so I could have them get something signed for me. Yeah, it's 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 going to be a big ass show, man. I've I've got one or two people who may be going. Uh, I haven't gotten anything solid yet. I haven't seen anybody in a week. I can't cripple, but Elvira, what is her real name? It's Chris. Um, isn't like Christina? It's Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. 
What's your name? Lucha, Lucha, Lucha. No, I don't think that's it. But uh, oh, cramp, uh, Cassandra Peterson. Cassandra Peterson. Cassandra. Oh, my butt cheeks are stuck in the chair. That's but, horrible. Before she was Elvira and had this whole Elvira thing. In anyway, she uh, she was on the cover of a Tom Waits album. And uh, your banger. No, but she I is. Would. Her breasts. I'll just go ahead and say it. I would still she, like right now. Her, her dude, it's International Women's Day. Her uh, hey, what the cut? It's Elvira. Her uh, <laughs> her breasts are it's out Elvira, on the cover, and she has little tassels oh, over yeah, the nipples. Yeah, man, it's like um, for some reason everybody used to think that that you know it was it was an unheard of thing for her to be naked, but apparently that was not. The no, case. it's not the case. I've she seen her naked every day. Apparently, did quite oh, a quite oh, a bit oh. of nude nude and or topless modeling. The Tom Waits album was nothing, and I, uh, but you know, I'm she a, even dip, took a dip in my shrimp. I always wanted to get that signed because I was like, you know, you know, I have that album. I'm a big Tom Waits fan, and you know, it's just like because you know, I don't think most people realize that that's her. You know, oh yeah, I mean, but, but because she looks nothing out of yeah. out of character, she yeah. looks nothing like Elvira. Yeah. Aside from the fact that she's really built like that, you know, uh, uh, blazing red hair, blue eyes, you know. Smoking hot, yeah. And you know what? She might be in her mid sixties. I don't care. She's still smoking hot. She rides a blazing saddle, a torch to light the way. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we have anything else we want to talk about? What does that say about winter? Oh, uh, winter is winter. coming. Winter, fuck winter. But winter is still coming. It's I been coming care. for like four seasons now. I, I don't care. Fuck winter. I'm going to say it on behalf of everyone. Listening. I think it's over though. For us, I mean, I, I, well, I, I hope so. <coughs> yeah, I'm sick of it. Sick of it. I talked to a guy. I talked to a guy earlier that lives in Mountain City that has not been able to leave Mountain City for three and a half weeks. There's nothing in Mountain City. What do you expect when you live in a place a called Mountain there. City? Yeah, but he's not in it. <laughs> That's all I know. That's in Mountain City. Not saying anything bad about Mountain City. It's a, it's actually a very nice little community. There's, you know, uh, I haven't had anybody ever. Be it's a good place to go on the weekend to slam skins. <laughs> sure, yeah. Dude, I went crazy for like the two weeks I was in my house. Yeah, I can't imagine. I can't imagine being not able to go anywhere for like. Like my back hurts so bad from sitting. Uncle so long, no joke. Uncle Nectar. Uncle Nectar, Uncle Nectar, Uncle Nectar. <laughs> uh, what do we do? Do we want to do the giveaway, the, the three thousand please giveaway? We're gonna do a giveaway. Uh, we mentioned it last. Yeah, time. we mentioned it last week. We 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 kind of put it off because we haven't worked, really worked out what we're gonna do. Mostly because this uh, winter has had us all messed up, man. Yeah, man. It's like nobody nobody can. We it's can't winter. get our crap together. We cannot get our crap together because of winter. It is winter's fault. So now my battery's dead in my bike. Once again, we have Club Winter. Uh, so we, we've got a selection of comics uh, and DuckTales the movie, The Treasure of the Lost Lamp, a brand new unopened copy of that. Uh, in honor of uh, Dave Bear, we have one copy of the Street Sharks comic book from Archie Comics. Nice. Uh, we'll be giving that away as well. Uh, and what we want you to do is hit up our Instagram and our Facebook page, uh, share Tag people. Uh, we, we're we're just trying to get our locks up and you know keep our stuff on the radar because Facebook sucks and every now every now and then our stuff disappears. Yeah, you know and nobody sees our nobody sees our feed anymore. And I'll probably throw some uh, 
some things in here too. Yeah, there's, there's, As will this, I. This is gonna be an interesting little assortment of. It, it's gonna grow. Be looking for something Thundercats related to be in there. That's my that's my dedication. Thundercats. Oh! I will throw something Thundercats in there. Thundercats. All right. Uh, we're wrapping out. Maybe. <laughs> Here's, here, let's have a bonus conversation. A bonus conversation. What are we going to talk about? Well, uh, would you rather have a job <laughs> where you were that you hated and be rich, or a job where you were poor but you loved the job? Uh, I guess it depends on the jobs, man. Yeah, I mean, it would, you know, there are jobs that, I mean, if I were a chicken sexer, I probably wouldn't be awful happy about my job ever, even if it paid good. I don't think it pays good. It would have to pay monstrously good to get, to get anyone to do it. I mean, No, it dude, they, they, they use uh, abusive practice. They, like, hire illegal immigrants and stuff to do those jobs. Like, check it out, dude. They will hire, like, a huge truckload of illegal immigrants to come and do some of those types of jobs, right? What, 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 were, they, what were they called again? Illegal immigrants. Okay. What did I call them? Immigrant <laughs> immigrants or something. Or like whatever. That. Illegal <laughs> immigrants. They'll do that, right? And then they'll report all of them having deported so, so they don't, don't have, have to ever have paid them. Sons of They do fucked up shit. Like, that's the kind of people that do those yeah, jobs. The, uh, yeah, the biggest uh, pork. People who get screwed. Yeah, there's a big pork. What is that place called? Big... Uh, Pork factory farm in North Carolina, like the biggest. Yeah, they farm. do that shit there too. They do, yeah. They're they're they're, they're notorious for that. You'll 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 pretty much work for a week, no pay, and then get get deported. And they imagine just, doing a job where you have to kill like three thousand pigs an day, hour. Yeah, yeah, like an hour. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, fuck that job. Uh, no. So, moving on from that, would you rather go without junk food for a year or go without TV for a year? Ooh, it's uh, a tough one. I think I would probably rather go without junk food. And Jesus, look at me. I could probably stand to go without junk food for a year, you know? I think I'd rather give up junk food, too, because there's too good a TV. Yeah. It's like, are, well, yeah. Like, are we talking probably. about like any kind any kind of visual entertainment, period? Yeah, no TV. Television? No TV. And, and, like, junk food, do you mean, like, anything processed, anything sweet? Like, when I, I said junk food, I mean anything that's not healthy. Yeah, Jesus, I'm starved today. No, I would give up the junk food, man. That way, you I, know, I would feel better. Yeah, I wish that somebody had a gun to me and forced me to make that decision. <laughs> Did you eat gal tonight, motherfucker? Like I wish that happened. I'd be like, all right. He doesn't legitimately wish that, for you know. Cause what is your favorite drink? My uh, favorite cream soda or root beer. Yeah, I do, I'm right on the same page with you there. That's non-alcoholic. Mm. I, well, I mean, I drink I drink a hell of a lot of Mountain Dew, but I actually probably my favorite drink of all time would have to be either cherry coke or cherry wine. Floyd, you know, it's tall. So I thought you were an RC Cola guy. You know, I struck you to be an RC Cola guy. Yeah, RC's all right every now and then. It's just that it has a sometimes sometimes if you drink it for a while, it starts getting a weird. It's like it starts getting a weird aftertaste. I hate that. So. <laughs> you know whose costume they never fuck with really that much? Spider Man. Well, they made it black and white that one time, and then it was alive, and it tried to eat him. Yeah, but you saw what happened. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, yeah, they don't, for the most part, they don't fuck with them too much, like over the years. Yeah, I mean, there's some that you know. Well, look at many different versions you we've seen what? of Batman's actually, costume. Actually, the co- the costume that never gets changed is Captain America. 
Yeah, I was about to yeah. say. What about Wonder Woman? Has Wonder Woman really changed? It's gone through some transformations over there. You yeah, it's, look it's, at them. it's really similar to... It's really a similar deal to like Captain America, Superman, Batman. You know, they're, they're all variations on the same theme. But, like, you know, with Captain America, as far as I know, the only Captain America... And but Woman. ...real costume change that, that there was was when he was, like, U.S. agent. And it was still pretty much the same costume. You know, there's still flag on the chest... Carrying the shield, it was just they can't change the coloration on the costume. And then you know, there's newer characters that have had costume changes, but they're probably just because they're so new, like yeah. Deadpool or Foreskin. Man, he he's he's over those things. Deadpool's had some, some costume changes, but well, that's true. It's, it's variations on the same thing. Yeah, like his X Force costume was like white and black. You know, but, here's an odd piece of comic book trivia. Do you realize that the, the character who goes through the most costume changes is? Ooh, I want to see if I can guess. Well, that's why I ask you. Let's have <laughs> let's say uh, the most costume changes. Is it is, is it a it, Marvel or a DC? Well, I was about to say, is it a hero or a villain? It's a Marvel and it's a hero. Is it a Wolverine? Nope. Is it Cyclops? Nope. Is it? Uh, nope, not that one either. Is it uh, Taekwondo? <laughs> no, not at all. Sheena. What about like variations of the Hulk? Wait a minute, we got to find out the answer to the question. Uh, we'll, we'll go back to your question about the Hulk in a second. The answer to the question is the Wasp. Um, the Wasp changes costumes about every three issues. Weird. I wonder why. Because she's a fashion designer. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, That's kind of cool, though. Like, that makes it cool. Yeah, uh, like she is kind of kind of considered a a fashion diva in the Marvel Universe and like you, you know if you go back and start looking at Wasp's costume changes through like especially through old issues of Avengers like every three or four issues totally new costume. I bet she's pissed right now then because she's trapped in that pocket universe with old Havoc well you know maybe maybe she's ever since Axis happened I haven't heard anything about any of those characters since that happened I also want to know what's going on with Red Skull I don't know what's going on through it. Wait. Well, last I heard, he was locked up in Doctor Doom's castle in one of those little chair things, and Professor X's brain is inside. So you're talking about? I was making sure you weren't talking about the guy in real life. That no, not that Red Skull. Because I want to know what happened to that guy and what he looks like now. Now he looks I, like the Red Hulk. He's been working out. I, I don't even care. You know, I never thought he looked like the fucking Red Skull anyway. Guys, yeah. I have an idea. This is what we're going to do. We're going to stop eating shitty food. We're going to get in ridiculously good shape. We're going to get super buff. And each of us are going to get our skin tattooed to be a different Hulk. And we're going to walk around together as the Hulk gang. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Which one person? Would you I want to be the gray Hulk. I want to be the regular colored Hulk. The green? No. No, you got to be the green Hulk. Like, well, somebody has to be Bruce Banner. I'll be Bruce Banner. I've got the glasses. I have glasses too. <laughs> but you, what? Do you just say then you it makes be sense for else? me since I don't have glasses. Who are you gonna be? It, I, fuck, I don't know. Green or green or red? You know. If you pick, you have to pick green or red. That's what I'm debating. You gotta pick one. I guess if I had to pick a color, I'd probably rather be green. Then you have to be the Red Hulk. Why do I have to be the Red Hulk? Because I'm the Gray Hulk. Wait, you could be She Hulk. Yeah, you could be She-Hulk. <laughs> it is International Women's Day. I do have the boobs for it. I would rather be She-Hulk, guys. I'm just going to come clean. I'd rather be She-Hulk. You know, uh, uh, she's a lawyer. You know, she makes good money. She's a lawyer. But there was a She-Hulk series that ran back in the '90s that was ridiculous. The crap that they did. 
in that book was ridiculous. Like there was an episode where, uh, you know, basically they had to do something to sell the book, and you know they'd be like, in this issue, she Hulk jumps rope nude. You know, you couldn't yeah, see anything. That at you. you couldn't see anything at all. But they, I mean, they, I mean, it was basically they were they were almost making fun of all those sex sells comics that ran like the Bad Girl comics that ran back in the nineties. But at one point, it just became over the top the crap that they were pulling in that book and it was just like it was like what the hell are you? and you know that was one of the books where they where they were constantly breaking the fourth wall and the character would just start talking to the reader and be like <laughs> and you know and for some reason people were surprised when the book got canceled because it wasn't selling <laughs> it's like when's the last time y'all told a comic book story in there you know man I'll go ahead and tell you right now if I was She-Hulk if I just suddenly turned into a She-Hulk, I would be able, I would get more women than I get now as myself. Probably. I would be able to get more women as She-Hulk. As She-Hulk. <laughs> That's saying something bad about myself. I don't know. When a She-Hulk has more sexual appeal than you do as a man, then it's it's just it, that that it's time to end things. That's it. it it's over. Welcome to Giant Size Man Things with Steve Garnett. I'm Aaron Kelly. And I am Jimmy Rouse. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. The only show that's... <laughs> the only show where you know that oil bath is going to feel so good. It's going to feel wonderful in my joints. <laughs> I wish I was C-3PO. I wish you were C-3PO too. Because then if all I ever had to look forward to was oil baths, my life would probably be less stressful. Although he seemed like he was often stressed out. For a droid. C3PO. I never really understood that. It's like, if you were going to give an inanimate object personality, why would you do that particular one? <laughs> well, why did like, they make... Like he's just nervous. Well, I mean, look who made him. This look is who made him. You know, if I was... Uh, look who made I, him. If I was the product of the imagination of an intergalactic despot, I would probably be fucking worried all the time, too. Yeah. And, you know, Stormtroopers did shoot him once, so, you know, I guess they really were out to get him. Maybe they were. Excuse me, man, boys. <clears throat> well, let's get right started right away and just go ahead and do our picks of the week. <laughs> what do you, uh, you want to do yours first? Yeah, sure. Um, my pick of the week is going to be Cluster 2. I'm actually, I think I may have picked Cluster 1 for my pick of the week when did. it came out, but I'm really enjoying this series. You know what I'm saying? You dig, you dig, you dig. Well, it's pretty good. What about pretty you, good Jimmy? Stuff. Uh, I'm actually going to pick Swamp Thing number 40. Uh, it's. The last issue of the current Swamp Thing run, uh, they're ending this series, leaning into Convergence, and there's going to be a two-issue series. I actually sat down and reread the entire series this week, like Damn. all 40 issues of it. I think it was a great series. They they kind of it's it's kind of clean for Swamp Thing, you know. It's like because that's always been a Vertigo book. The swamps are dirty, but they're they're kind of they kind of kind of wanted to make the the book a little more appealing to super superhero fans right uh and you know it's, it's it's been a pretty solid read charles soul was an excellent writer on the series while he was on there the art's beautiful had a decent ending i thought so you know you know i'm going, I'm going with swamp thing 40 for this and, week and there's no swamp post convergence right as, as it appears uh right as now, of now. It, as of now no but there but there is the dark world book and and the the early rumblings on the the dark world thing is that that it's going to be like the horror characters in a world where there are no superheroes. 
I actually hope that that turns out to be true. Because just they're they're you you can't have Swamp Thing in the same world with Batman. And if you if you don't understand why, go back and look at some old issues of Batman and Swamp Thing where they where they cross paths. We saw what Swamp Thing did to Wonder Woman recently. He whooped her ass. Whooped that ass like this. He's in a little minute. You know, it's like, but but I just uh, the the cover on this issue was really cool too, man. Because they they flip the they flip the cover art around sideways, so it's you know lengthwise on the cover, and it's like Swamp Thing and all these other different avatars of the green, uh, and it was just it was bitching. Cool, awesome, Love awesome, it. awesome, awesome, awesome. What about you, Aaron Kelly? Well, uh, I'm a huge Jeff Lemire fan. Anyone knows me. I'm Wait, when you say it, do you mean that you're a fat? Gigantic Jeff Lemire fan, or that you're just really into Jeff Lemire? I'm really into like your fandom for him is big. Yes. Okay. Like I loved Sweet Tooth, I loved Trillium, Underwater Welder. Uh, so I was really looking forward to Descender number one, which I did not get a copy of, unfortunately. Yeah, it sold out everywhere. Uh, I had it in my polls, um, luckily. So and it 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 was my pick of the week. Uh, so when you read it, you know you'll learn about a little kid named Tim, twenty-one, and mm-hmm. his little robotic dog named Bandit. Well, that's cute. And uh, I'm a robotic you'll see some planets Bandit. get destroyed. Oh, mm. um, and you know it, 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 it was a really good first issue. So it's a ripoff of Star Wars. Nah, sorry. Well, Star you remember Wars. the scene where Darth Vader blows up Alderaan in front of Leia? That sounds like what you're talking about. Mm, you'll just have to see, man. Mm, I really would like to get a taste of that book personally. But uh, I'm gonna eat it. Oh yeah. I'm not wondering about that. I always eat my comics. And you know, like when I'm done reading them. for like a Lemire independent, like Sweet Tooth. You know that book never sold out, never got a second printing. The Cinder's already in for a second printing, and I think it's just because that movie deal that was came out like a month ago. Mm. And I think everyone's just going to make this is going to be worth all the money one day, and they're probably not even going to read it and enjoy it for what it is. That's sad. Uh, it is sad, but. Um, it's a sad world we live in. Well, those sound like pretty good picks. Um, let me ask you, uh, are, are you doing anything fun this weekend? You mean like after the show? Yeah. I'll probably come to bed. Oh. <laughs> we are recording a little bit late. Well, you know, what did you have for lunch yesterday? <laughs> oh, man, I worked. Uh, normally, I just have like a peanut butter and jelly or something. Uh, nothing too big. You know, I don't get back my lunch. And what is a short-term goal of yours? Are you reading like a something up like a therapist would fucking ask me or something? What the hell are you reading over there? Well, if you don't want to answer that question, let me ask you: What was is your favorite meal of the day? Dinner. All right, Jimmy. Uh, real quick, uh, what was the last gift that you received? Uh, someone bought me a douche. Actually, a series of them. <laughs> that was the last gift. <laughs> that was before Christmas. You didn't get anything for Christmas except her, or, or her, other people want you douches since Steve and I did. Well, no, actually, someone offered to buy me a douche tonight. They again. did. They did. Oh my god! Uh, if you could live anywhere on Desert Earth, Simmons. where Thanks would you live? Your, where would I live? Wow. Um, I don't know, man. Probably Hawaii or somewhere like that. If I could get somewhere where you know it was a similar area but no hurricanes. <laughs> and what is the worst thing about your gender? The worst thing about my gender. I'm ugly. I'm an ugly, ugly man. And I'm going to end it on this last question I'm going to ask the both of you. What was the last movie you saw? Oh, uh, like in the theater, just period. Period. Uh, the last movie I saw was, uh, I watched Pandorum last week, which was awesome. If, you, if you're if you a sci-fi fan, have a, have a shot at that one. Oh, that's a good movie. 
Yeah. I like that movie. I was I was really surprised. I wish I'd watched it. That movie, I can never remember what it's called for some reason. When I'm trying to tell people to watch it, I'm like, uh, it's just... This is one with, like, Dennis Quaid, right? Yeah. Okay. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, to wrap things up, I just want to say, what countries have you traveled to? You don't have to answer it. Let's talk about Spider-Woman's new costume instead. <laughs> yes, let's. How do you feel about that? Okay, well, personally, I am. I understand why they want to move to a new costume with her. Um, a part of me feels like that the only reason that they did it was because of that Milo Minara cover controversy. I feel like that was like the final. They were like, okay, we're changing her costume. That's what it felt like, you know. It's like that happened then shortly after suddenly her costume is getting changed. But I personally don't like the aesthetics of the costume. I. Uh, can get used to it. It's not too terrible. I don't like the glasses. I hate the glasses. They make no fucking sense. No, it's like, why are they there? And, like, you know, like I, like I mentioned earlier, I was flipping through some old Ultimate... Uh, it might have been an Ultimate Spider-Man book. There's a character from the Ultimate Universe that is wearing a costume remarkably similar to this thing, so it's not even a fresh, really a fresh idea for a costume. Is it the same Ultimate Jessica Drew that you see no. with... Uh, no, in the Spider Verse, not unless, not unless, well, I don't know. I haven't read enough of Spider Verse, but the Ultimate Jessica Drew that showed up that I know about was wearing a red and white costume. And this is this is almost identical to to the, the Spider Woman costume that we're seeing right now. There's a Jessica Drew in Spider Verse that actually, now that you say that, does kind of dress similarly to this new Spider Woman might, costume. She hangs out with. Uh, I'm pretty sure she hangs out with. Uh, she's in that Scarlet Spider series. Okay. That they did. That yeah. was like three issues long with the Scarlet Spider and. I'll I'll check that. I think out. it was her. Yeah, and sort of a look. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't hate the new costume, but I just you know I think they could have come up with something that's a little closer to the original. I don't necessarily mean copying the original. Just that that original costume to me with the the you know the red bodysuit with the yellow highlights. Is iconic of the character. Yes, I agree. You know, I, I haven't liked any, really any other costume on Spider Woman but that one. You know, uh, and, you know, I just I'm bitching because I don't really like change. <laughs> well, I, I think we're seeing a, a move. I think we're seeing uh, a, we're seeing a move from the old days where superheroes basically wore tights. Yeah, I think we're seeing not seeing hardly any of that anymore. Honestly. Yeah, most. I mean the. the it's not realistic at this point. I think that they're kind of trying to move forward with a little more realism in comics, which is not going to really hurt anything. Right. You know, how do you feel about it? I mean, the Spider-Woman, I've never read much Spider-Woman. I saw pictures of the costume. Yeah. Um, as far as, you know, updating some costumes over time, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess I could see where they want to, but... I think if there's a big outcry and the fans don't like it, I think you should go back. I mean, you know, there's some costumes that I've never changed and nobody's like, oh, you need to change this costume, well, yeah. you know? The thing I do like about the costume change is that in the story, you know, she's like kind of trying something new, you know? She quit the Avengers and she's just wanting to go live in some city and do small-time vigilante kinda stuff, be, basically. be a solo hero. Be a solo hero. So, I mean, it makes sense why she would change her costume to be less iconic of that Spider-Woman yeah. that she was before. I actually liked the comic book. I liked the story. I actually really enjoyed issue number five of Spider-Woman, even if I didn't 100% get down with the new costume. I think, I, I think it'll grow on me, honestly. Uh, 
was it you that sent me the 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 panels where she was talking about spending five hours googling Spider Woman's butt? Yeah, <laughs> that's I, what made me think about yeah, the I, Mila Manera thing. Right, and I, I I'm with you on that one. It's like that, there is no reason for them to reference that in any on on any on any level aside from that. I mean, has there you been know? like a pretty big negative feedback? Well, you know how the internet is, dude. The internet is... I mean, I know it's it's, it's normally split. You know, you're going to have... But I think... Here's my theory about the internet. When you take something and you look at the comments and what people are saying about it, probably about 75% of people who are bothering to comment are just having... They hate everything. They're, yeah. They just bitch and complain about everything. They're negative people. Yeah. And most people... You know, most people don't comment on an article that they read. That's not the yeah. majority of people. Like, commenters are like their yeah. own breed, True, breed you know, of society. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we, we've talked about this particular, that you know, the Menara cover to, to no end. But, you know, I mean, uh, at the same time, I look at it, it's like we were having a conversation with, I think it was Brooke, saw it, and she said, you know, I don't have a problem with it, but it does, in that particular instance it does kind of look like she's about to take it from the whole city yeah you know so what <laughs> you know it's like but but then we go back to the whole you know they put spider-man in that position a, a billion damn times and nobody said anything why because it doesn't matter well i think marvel's biggest mistake was them trying to hype up spider the new spider woman comic a little bit by saying that it was going to be a more empowering female character story, and then their probably their mistake, honestly, was to hire an erotica artist to do the fucking cover for number one. Yeah. I mean, what? Yeah. Not, probably not yeah, your best I mean, move. I, you know, I mean, is it Milo Minara's fault? No, no. It's I mean, it, it was just probably I mean, he just a, has that style of art, and he's right. You know, but I mean, if you look at like, and he's an erotica artist. Yeah. You know, that's not an over-sexualized poster. It's just, you know, they could have said, hey, we don't like this one. Give us another one. Yeah. You know? It's like, we can use this some other time. Or make a poster of this. Or you can release it. Or whatever. But, you know, they didn't have to use that particular piece of art if they didn't like it. Yeah, they did. Uh, and then and then they used a, a damn logo on the magazine to cover it up. So... Yeah. I, I personally never saw an issue with it. I mean... I did. I mean, oh, I've never laid eyes on a copy of it in real life. Well, I mean, I have it in like real life, it's but like I mean, you know, it's, like it's a seventy-five or hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, but so. you know, you you saw, you know, like yeah. when it, what it, but I it, I never saw a problem with yeah. it. I mean, uh, either way, though, yeah. the new Spider Woman costume now, uh, it's it's it'll probably be here for a little while at least. Anyway, it could be permanent. You never know. Um, I I thought, especially with the glasses. You know, with the goggles, she could lose the glasses. With 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 those, it really reminded me of Catwoman, like the like the the Catwoman from the Dark Knight. Man, that's what they're going for, man. But I, okay, <laughs> you Who know. Knows? Who so, knows? I did enjoy the comic, though. I would look forward to reading it as it comes out. Um, we got this. Uh, Won't you guys talk a little about the BMPs? Big man. Yeah, there was, uh, I think, some uh, two other big, big comics that premiered uh, this week that I really liked. One is, uh, I think it's just going to be a four-part or uh, either a four or six-part miniseries. It's by Eric Powell. It's called Big Man Plans, starring Peter Dinklage. (laughs) Pretty much. uh, Could very well be. Yes. You know, the book starts out like really fast, and then it's a pretty much a little backstory about this 
you know, older midget guy, and, like, I got really, like, it, it brought me down. You know, I was like, man, almost. I was like, man, he's had such, like, a rough life. He's been bullied his whole life, and, like, you you know, you see, like, the death of his father, which was an act, like, he tried to save his father, and he couldn't. And then, you know, he goes to Vietnam, you know, because he has nothing else to do, so he tries to join the Army, and then they don't want him because he's too small, but then they, like, you just got to read it. But he, uh... It ended up being a really solid first issue, but pretty much out of that origin, you learn that he's this just this ruthless motherfucker that is like he has no problem to kill someone. He, you know, he, uh, yeah, you know, it's a very good first issue. Eric Powell writes and does you know his own art too. Um, nice. So you should get that. I think that is Dark Horse. I think put that out. Um, I also want to talk about Black Cross. Issue one, uh, Warren Ellis' new book. Yeah, I'm 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 way into it. I haven't had time to read it yet because I I forgot to have them pull it for me. <laughs> so I, I ended up getting the last copy that Mountain Empire had, but I didn't pick it up until yeah. yesterday. Uh, uh, I want some ham. Ham's tasty. Uh, uh, opening panels: guy strips completely naked, pours gasoline on himself, lights himself on fire, walks into a river. No dialogue needed. Uh, and then outside of this, you're trying to figure out, like, what the hell is that guy going on? There's also someone murdering some people in town. See, and I'm, I'm, I'm really intrigued by this book. Because, yeah. Uh, it's part, it's, I mean, it's part of what they call the Superpowers Project books, uh, which is uh, some, some stuff that came out several years ago from Dynamite. And uh, what those characters are is they're a, it's a group of superhero characters that were in old comics and cartoon strips and newspapers and stuff like that that are all they're all public domain characters um and uh alex ross was involved in in you know the earlier series there's been uh, there's project superpowers and then project superpowers chapter two then there was a, a a series that was just about the villains which i've not even been able to lay hands on a copy of any of that mm. but now the first the first series was awesome and what i've read of the second series is pretty good but uh, but it's been years since they've done anything with the project superpower stuff and this is spinning out of that so i think it's cool that they decided to pick it back up and I think it's awesome that they picked Warren Ellis to do a, you know do some writing on it because we're talking about a really eclectic mix of characters here. Now that sounds like the yeah. droids I'm looking for. It does. It does. <laughs> this oil bath is going to feel so good. Oh, so good. Yes. Uh, but but yeah, I mean I'm I'm way into the book and, and like you said, I mean I the I saw the uh, the pages that you're talking yeah. about. That's what they threw up for the preview. Art it's on it. opening. I mean it's out. Yeah, opens. and I was just like, well, I'm reading that. I'd love to get a taste I mean, of that. But, both of those flock to your nearest comic book store, pick those up. I don't think you'll be disappointed with either one, um, as well as our pick of the weeks. Yeah, yeah, I don't think absolutely. I don't think anyone can be disappointed. Which I may, I may see if I can find that preview. Thing, you know, throw the preview up on, on the Facebook page later. Okay. So, um, what else? Were you, you wanted to say something about Jared Leto, didn't you? Oh yeah, Jared Leto and Tarth. Oh, um, he. Uh, they released a few pictures this week. The first was like him cutting off those that beautiful brown hair. And then there was the one where he had like that bleach blonde hair and his eyebrows were shaved. See, and, uh, I, I wasn't entirely certain that his eyebrows were shaved so much as they uh, that they had just dyed them. But they may have just dyed them. To me, it looks like there's no eyebrows. And I was like, what the hell? I couldn't uh, really tell in the photograph, but but I mean, it no. surely surely his his hair is blonde. Like they bleached it to to. To do green dye, surely. Yeah, I mean, surely he's not just gonna run around. They would, they would have hair, to. But, yeah, uh, they would have to. 
But uh, I, I don't know, man. There's, there's a lot of people that look at it and think he's, it's really creepy. I, I, I mean, right now it looks a little comical, but uh, I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> so I, I like know. what you said there a few minutes ago. It looks, it looks like Brienne of Tarth. To me, this looks like this guy I used to go to high school with named Scabdool. <laughs> he's a... Uh, Actually, you know, he's starting to look just like his character in Fight Club, old Blondie. There, remember him? Oh that yeah. Hair. Oh, he's starting yeah. to look. He's starting to look like that guy again. I forgot about. Maybe that. he's oh, just yeah. pumped about Fight Club too. Maybe, Maybe so. Just, I'm pumped about Fight Club. Maybe he's wanted to be a movie. And he's like, come on, man! I already have the blonde. I'll tell you what, what I'm upset it. about. What are you upset about? That Spider Verse is over. It comes oh, back. It's coming back. But when's it coming back? In May. In May. Wars. They're gonna have. A but. For everybody who can't wait till May to get some more Spider Verse, this week on the uh, Amazing Spot or the Ultimate Spider Man Disney XD cartoon, the Spider Verse event started. Really? I've actually already seen all of it because I I kept seeing all these ads for it and stuff, being like Spider Verse is going to start soon, and I'm like I've already seen it. Have you seen it? I watched it on the internet. Right? Turns out it aired in Europe like months ago. What the crap? first? So it, it actually aired before the series started? No, I He's mean... He's saying Europe got it before Europe got America it before got us. It. Oh. For some reason. Isn't that weird? Well, you were saying something else about... Um, uh, what was it? The... The Dark Places trailer. The Dark Places. Yeah. Something, something similar going on there? Yeah, the, the trailer for... Uh, Dark Places, the second Gillian Flynn, Gillian Flynn, I don't know you said her name, the second one of her movies behind Gone Girl... Uh, is coming out and it's the movie's been filmed I mean it's, it was f- finished filming last year in 2014 and it, for some reason it's having a hard time getting distributed so they they finally released a trailer completely full of uh, French subtitles even like when it was like giving like the name of the movie completely in French it turns out that it's like April the 4th is the movie in French? no the movie was in English but it was subtitled for some reason, there's still no like distributor in America, but it, it's coming out. Like I, th- I think it was like April the fourth in in France. Like they're getting this movie first. Uh, I mean, you can see the full cast of every you know like everyone that is in this movie. Charlize Theron, uh, Christina Hendricks, who's Joan from Mad Men, uh, Corey Stoll. Uh, uh, Christina Hendricks. Uh, but there's all these people, and it's like, I don't get it, because, like, Gone Girl was such a big hit, and this is actually, I mean, this was actually a really big book. I mean, you know, the, this book came out before Gone Girl, and it's like, the book was huge when it came out. It's like, I don't, I just don't get why. Because uh, the world is, that we live in isn't fair. That's all, that's all there is to it. But, uh, yeah, Gro- yeah. Groot's getting his own series. Groot is getting his own series. <laughs> See, I'm in, I want to know how they're going to pull that off. Is it, is it going to be like the Groot issue of Rocket Wrecking where just everything says I'm Groot? Yeah, right. Because I don't see how that's going to work for a series. Or, but you know, you were telling me about this, this month's issue of Rocket, you know, where it's set in the future and Groot has kind of turned evil again. And for those of you who don't know, Groot started out as a supervillain. Yeah. Um, and I apologize for the weird sound that you just heard. Apparently, I have not turned off all the noises on all my crap. Um, but anyway. <laughs> that was Jimmy's uh, pager going on. It was. It was. Uh, uh, someone needs some dope or something. I don't know. It has to do a milk delivery. A milk delivery. It's a milk run. Uh, <laughs> you know, months and months and months and months ago, back when Rocket Raccoon number one first came out, they had announced that they were going to do a Gamora series, and I never saw that happen or never heard about it ever again. I, and yeah, I don't understand. I'd read that. Uh, she's a cool character. Yeah. She's actually a really cool character. You know, I, I followed that character a little bit back when they were doing the original Infinity stories. 
Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War. Uh, <sighs> I can't remember what the third one was, but uh, Tomato Boys, <laughs> Infinity but, Tomato. Yeah, and you know, and she was in, she was in, you know, Warlock and the Infinity Watch was one of the main characters there. Great character can totally can totally pull off a series, I think. But, but it seems to be that they've either put that on hold or scrapped it altogether, and instead they're doing they do Groot. I, I'm that, that you know, with what you were telling me about this month's issue of, of Rocket Raccoon, I'm wondering if maybe they're going to start expanding on Groot's character a little bit because. What if they decide in the group book to show us what he's actually saying? It could be it. What if they translate it for us? That would be cool. Because I mean, like you know, like I said, he started out as a villain and he could speak. You know, it wasn't always I'm Groot, I'm Groot, I'm Groot. And there's some weird stuff with that character anyway where he might not actually be Groot. Like, if you look at the background of the character, like, he's wanted on his home planet. Yeah. For treason. Um, and I th- I'm wanting to say that he's wanted on his home planet for treason and impersonating an Imperial or something like that. So, you know, it may turn out that Groot's not really Groot. Yeah, maybe That'd he's just saying that to play stupid. You know, maybe yeah. that's all he's saying to, yeah. you know... <laughs> it's like all these years he's actually just been acting it's like but somehow Rocket Raccoon can understand him and knows exactly what he's saying that's true so Rocket Raccoon understands the way how Groot speaks but normal humans cannot or most other humanoids species whatever yeah whatever um, I don't know I, I, I'll check the book out because I've seen some of the art from it you know uh Earlier today, I was flipping through some pages, and somebody had thrown up some, I guess, some, some early art concepts, and it it looks cool. Like they're they're kind of streamlining the way they're drawing. It yeah. So, uh, I, I mean, I'll check it. I'm just such a sucker for Guardians that I'll I'll read it. Well, since you're a sucker for Guardians, have you heard about uh, what they're going to do with the Guardians during Secret Wars? Not exactly. And, well, it's good because uh, Marvel's not throwing out enough information quick enough about Secret Wars. So I'm, you know, I'm glad that the, I'm glad that somebody finally let something go on as far as what's happening with the Guardians. You know, when there's no other planets besides Battle World, where the hell are the Guardians of the Galaxy going to be? Yeah, it's not like they're going to trash them. They are they are re-releasing the book under the title Guardians of Nowhere, which is the space station. Uh-huh. Uh, the the uh, Celestial Head, which, you you know, we saw in the movie and was in, you know, the last couple of comic series. You see it repetitively. Uh, so the, that is apparently going to be in orbit of Battle World, as though it were a moon. Cool. Uh, and I thought it was really cool, but uh, I'm pretty sure Groot's not in it. Interesting. And uh, they're putting uh, they're putting Angela. Uh, at, I, I like Angela. Uh, for, like from I the love Star's her comic. Assassin. Yeah, I, her I, comic is so cool. <laughs> the art in it is amazing. Yeah, it is really really pretty, man. I have to give credit where credit's due, but they are apparently putting her on the Guardians team, which is not a huge surprise. No, because she hangs out with them all the time anyway. Yeah. She's hanging out with well, them right now, here, actually. Yeah. She's with them right now. Jesus, I just called she's her. She's here again. We might as well give her a job. Yeah, uh, is Captain Marvel still going to be with them? Or is she taking her leave? I don't know. What about Agent Venom? I don't know about that either. The only characters that I can tell you for sure are Gamora, Drax, Rocket, and Angela. Interesting. So, uh, no Not even Star-Lord? No confirmation on Star-Lord. Star-Lord's going to go and fucking join the X-Men because he can't stop fucking Kitty Pride. Well, and see, I'm wondering what's going on there because, well, not necessarily there because I'm pretty sure that he's going to show up 
in the Infinity Gauntlet book, which is going to cover Thanos. There's oh, something yeah. with the Novas going on in there. Uh, Interesting. So, uh, but, I, but I'm looking looking forward to that actually because I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. I'm looking forward to almost everything in Secret Wars. To be honest, I'm pumped about it. Uh, let's see, we talked about those. It's International Women's Day. Oh yes, it is. It so, won't be probably when you listen to this, but right now when we're taping the, or taping this, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Today is International is, Women's it Day. Is International Women's Day. So, uh, you which know, is I, great that we talked about Spider Woman then. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, and her new costume. We really have talked about a lot of women. And wait till we get to Supergirl up there. Yeah. Like, have you been doing anything special for International Women's Day? I looked at a lot of women. No, that's what I did. I, uh, oh. I, I'm probably going to get hate mail for that. I mainly did a bunch. Please of, address your hate mail. I mainly did a bunch me. of swiping left on Tinder, though. Sadly, <laughs> it was a bunch of left swipes for me. Well, here's what I did for International Women's Day. I sat down. Because I didn't sleep much today after I got off work. I sat down and I thought, huh, it's International Women's Day. So I sat down and I read the full run so far of Bitch Planet to celebrate Women's Day for me. A good feminist comic written by a woman, Kelly Sue DeConnick. Awesome. Man, that third issue is a good origin, man. I love that third issue. I liked the series and I liked the idea of it, but when I read that third issue is when I was like, this comic is going to be killer. Yes, absolutely. Like, that's probably one of the better reads that I've had this year. I think it's like I really, really enjoyed the origin of Penny Roll. It was good. Character who's been kind of the while ultra violent, she's been kind of the comedy going on in the background of of the first couple issues. You know, but you find out a whole lot more about that character in this. Well, I like the way how they do it too, because they take her characters and they provide comedy through her, but not in such a way to where you're really laughing at her. Is so much because you know you kind of respect her, like she's like kind of a badass, it's you know. Just kind of yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't laugh like they don't her. make her into a joke or anything. No, you know? I don't laugh at no, her. no. I laugh at what she does to the asshole guards. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a cool to comic. Both of her titties in the, in the <laughs> Where am I going to put my other tit? Yeah. Which is, in my opinion, probably one of the greatest opening lines for a character in any comic in history. It's like, <laughs> it's a good one. Just kept saying it. <laughs> That, you know, I like uh, that. I like that comic. I'm collecting two runs of that, actually. I really? like it so much, yeah. It's good. I mean, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm actually glad you brought that up. Like, you know, it's, I, I've been wanting to talk to people about ghost variants because I don't, there are a lot of people that don't know what those are. Uh, and there's a really cool ghost variant on number one. Yeah, he, Aaron I has it. One. Yep, I got it. I uh, want to still see if I can find one of those. I really like that. Uh, it's, it's, it's not Love bad. Love that it's color. Running, it's running about, a, running about $10. Bucks oh, that's right not now. too bad. So, uh, uh, the ghost variants are really cool. So if, if you guys are looking for interesting art, because it, it usually doesn't necessarily have anything to do with what's going on in the comic... But we'll feature characters from the comic. Yeah, I think the the ghost one for the number one's a, like a big metal finger. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, they sell a po- you can buy a poster. And it's like blue. It so I think them. what the first issue was like purple and yellow, right? Hey, yeah, 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 the ghost one's blue. Yeah. Uh, didn't you pick up a ghost of sex criminals? Uh, yeah, actually, I did. I, I picked up uh, the first the first issue of Sex Criminals. I found a, I found ghost variants of that uh, right around the time yeah, that they yeah. were releasing the information about that being picked up for a series so i was pretty happy about that but what the ghost what the ghost variants are if anybody's interested they're they're aside from being really cool art uh they're unknown variants they're not solicited for sale in previews they're not solicited in the back the backs of the issues of comics where they show the variant art like variant art covers they are 
potentially unknown. And so, and it's it's really random. But what it is is it's, it's a group of independent comic shops uh, pay to have ghost covers printed on. You know, they're they they have to be available the day of the release. They only print them one time, and that is it. So, and they all have a little ghost variant logo on them. Now, what's the difference of ghost variants and phantom variants? I don't know what a phantom variant is. I haven't looked that up yet. But, but yeah, those, I don't know either. That's what that spider, yeah, that, spider that spider Gwen is a phantom variant. The, that the, 300 one? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I'll have to Yeah, that I'm out. wondering myself about that. Yeah, we'll do a little research and let you know about those as soon as we know. But yeah, the ghost, the ghost variants are really cool. You can sometimes find kind of rare books with really cool art on them and just nobody realizes that there's a variant out there that they don't know about. Um, and there are, I'm pretty sure they're only available for sale in the shops that are a part of that program, uh, which I don't think any of our local shops are. Have, have you seen the, the Hastings uh, connecting cover variants for Spider-Man 1 and uh, Silk 1? Yeah, I saw those the have other day. Those they're pretty bitchy. Yeah, I like them. They're cool. Where it's like, yeah, they're, like they're one, really like because really cool. it, it, it's got Peter Parker in the middle. Yeah, and it's like half of them's unmasked, half of them's masked. Yeah, I think I think, and the thing was, is I I had seen them both separately, and, but it never registered to me that they was that it was one piece of art until I saw both of them. Yeah, that company gets a lot of variants. They too. love making those poop poops. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I, I just uh, the the ghost variants are awesome. Uh, just they're they're well worth well worth looking at just just to see the art. It's like, and sometimes you can find a relatively rare books, you know, relatively rare. And they're, they're first printings. I feel like I should mention that they're all first printings. Uh, like one of the ones that I've noticed is still like a ten dollar books. East of West number one. There's a ghost variant on East of West number one that is still a ten dollar book. I wonder why that is. Nobody knows it's out there. You know, uh, they did a ghost variant on Dying of the Dead, uh, Fatal number fifteen. The first one that they did was a uh, Walking Dead. Uh, 101, the 101st issue of Walking Dead was the first ghost variant. Uh, and it's got a pretty pretty cool cover. Oh, I, don't, I don't think I've seen it. Uh, it's got the Michonne on it, and she's like dressed in 70s disco. Okay, I have seen it. I, okay. I, I didn't know that's what yeah. it was for. I, I, thought, I just I thought, it was yeah. a cool, I thought it was a cool cover, and I love that character, so I'm probably going to pick one of those up. Yeah. You know, but but they they are cool. So you know, I think I thought it would be cool to you know throw some information out there and maybe you know give those give those a little more attention than they're getting. So glad you brought up the bitch planet one. So so what do you guys think about Supergirl's new Supergirl's costume for this upcoming CBS show Supergirl? Have you not seen it? Yet? I haven't seen it. You haven't um, seen it yet? Huh? I'll, I'll shoot you some pictures. Of, okay. Dude, it's the classic Supergirl costume, like the you know it's it's you know the mini skirt and the boots and they. But they did not do it in a way to where it's like sexualized. Yeah, they they opted to not go with slutty Supergirl, which is all DC has done for a while now. Like it's like blue Supergirl top, you know, doesn't even have like cleavage. So it's so it's not skirt like- tights thigh highs. So it's not like that new Supergirl costume in the comics. Then. No, where it's no. where it, that has like the red on. Yeah, the, I hate yeah, that. I don't get. I don't get that either. But, but yeah, her costume for the show looks pretty classy. It, yeah. It's it looks pretty classy. I'll, it, uh, I'll put some photos later on Facebook and, and I'll tag you. So, but but they go a good direction, I think, with this costume because it allows the viewer to instantly have the chance, at least, to try and take the show seriously. Because if they would have put her out there looking like a schoolgirl stripper. 
Yeah. Immediately, you're just going to be like. <laughs> Which bizarrely, I, I was surprised in, in the Justice League cartoons that they actually used that costume. Yeah, right. The, the one that you're mentioning there yeah. uh, as, as her costume, you know. Uh, but but have you seen the original Supergirl movie, like with the Helen Slater? I've not seen it. Okay. Either. Well, I, I mean, it's it's typical like pre-crisis and Supergirl costume. Keeper Sutherland. Like the the blue, you know, the blue tunic and the red mini skirt, and just like. They've gone with the original, the original look for the character. It just looks like the the, the colorings a little little darker blue. The the the, uh, the texture of the costume looks like it's similar to what what uh, Henry Cavill Superman wore in uh, Man of Steel. So I I think it's actually great that they did that. And and a little little side note, speaking of Helen uh, Slater. Helen Slater and Dean Cain both have been cast in that show, I, so you have... I did previous, see that. You know, you had the original Supergirl and a previous TV Superman showing up on there, and I am down with that. Well, you know, I think for Dean Cain, the last thing he probably done anything on television was he got stuck cutting a bunch of cake. Do you do you remember that on Comic Book Movie? Yeah. <laughs> Where he, he was, like, the guest of honor... And they made him sit there and cut like all this cake to hand out, and he was like the guest of honor. And it was really comical because you could tell he was like, you know, he was like, "I'm the fucking guest of honor. Like I shouldn't be cutting all this cake." You know? <laughs> but uh, well, you know what? He's made some really bad movies, so he can serve some cake. It's like the the man. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Lois and Clark was a was a really entertaining show. It was very much the Smallville of its day. You know, and I could still remember him standing there wearing the suit with his fist balled up and, sh- and shoved up under his biceps, so they looked like they were freaking enormous. Because that was the classic trick that he did, and everybody, every, you know, everybody used to make fun of that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I mean, he he was pretty good as Superman. I get, you know, I give credit where credit's due. That that show went some places that that they didn't go in other stuff, like you know, bringing in other Kryptonians and shit like that. It's like it's a good trick, isn't it? You see, you know, they're trying that, Steve. Look at pythons. <laughs> See now, I wish I hadn't mentioned that because, like, people are going to listen. Everybody's going to be doing immediately going to go into the bathroom and do it. Yeah, everyone's going to be doing it. <laughs> now, do it. Like, as, as soon as you guys leave, I'm going to go do it with all my clothes off, like in my mirror. Like, oh yeah, you should and take a picture. And I'll, photosh- I'll Photoshop like a body paint style Sweet. Superman costume onto your body. Oh, there's going to be some baby oil involved. Well, that oil bath is going to feel so good. <laughs> There was uh, there was a little bit of sad news in the comic world. Uh, Norman Lee uh, was out in the Cayman Islands, off the Cayman, the coast of the Cayman Islands, and some snorkeling with his wife on Thursday, and he got separated from his wife and has not been found. And after four days, they've called off. They the search. called off the search. Saying oh, they have no clue oh, big it. deal. Big deal. Yeah, I might take a little slack over this, but we're going to talk about this guy on the show, and we don't even talk about Spock when he dies? <laughs> I brought that up last week. I, if you remember, I actually brought him. I was like, we did not talk about <coughs> Well, well no, that's why I said that. You know, I want to say something about Spock. I think it's absolutely <laughs> perfect that the Westboro Baptist Church couldn't find the funeral that they were planning to pick it because they're giant assholes. Yeah. They tried to pick at Spock's funeral. Yeah, they were and going they couldn't to find pick it. Leonard Nimoy's funeral. And they God. If I hope, I hope that that would have been one of those deals where they showed up at the funeral and there were one million giant geeks standing there dressed like Klingons, compl- replete with batwiths, ready to whip an ass. That'd be because awesome. that would have been appropriate. 
Why don't those guys get beat up more? Our culture's too kind. You know what? Uh, <laughs> celebrities in it. You know, it seems fairly true. I don't know. For some reason, we're tolerating idiocy. We they, do, yeah, we do. They die in threes, and it seems, you know, most of the time, you it's, it's like a few weeks another one dies. When Harrison Ford had that plane crash, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, everybody was like, holy shit. I was like, holy no, shit. No. Uh, apparently, apparently his face is kind of fucked up. Like, there, there's actually some. He got looped. Yeah, there's going to be like a scar or something on his face, because I actually heard he has a pretty bad gash in his face from it. But... Oh, my God. Oh, I realized what happened. I know what's going on. He's got the Star Wars curse. You know what I realized? Because after, because remember what happened to Luke's face after A New Hope? Now they filmed yeah, this episode seven. Han Solo gets his face fucked up. Now, now he's going to be all looped. He's going to be all looped oh, out yeah. in the next movie. Yeah, well, we should mention that because I bet a lot of people don't know that. It's like after the filming of A New Hope, uh, Mark Hamill was involved in a car accident and took some pretty heavy damage to his face. Uh, and Which is obvious when you watch him. Yeah, I mean, back. I mean, you can you can kind of see the scarring on his face, especially as he's gotten older. You know, it's like uh, it's not terribly apparent, but you can really tell, especially in you know, uh, uh, the, I guess you know what the scene the scene with the Wampa, the scene with the Wampa in in uh, uh, Empire. I wonder if that was to 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 uh, write in a reason for him to have scarring on one side of his face. I've heard it was. I've heard that before. That's, and you know, ended up one of being one of the iconic films. At the what if moments in the at movie. the beginning of episode eight, Han Solo gets attacked by a wampa? <laughs> <laughs> this is to the same old trick because they do like to use the same old trick over and over again. While we're on the topic of Star Wars, I just want to real quick say uh, I watched the cartoon Star Wars Rebels. Uh, they recently. I so want to get into this the game. season finale just aired. They bring it brought it brings Darth Vader into the fold, which is awesome. But uh, classically, there it does involve deaths in the show, and it's the classic Star Wars death falling to your death down a hole. I mean, how many times have I wish I, I th- I'm pretty sure I saw a video on the internet one day that was where somebody compiled everyone falling to their death from every Star Wars movie, and it just it's tons. <laughs> that must have been like a 30-minute YouTube video. It was. <laughs> it's weird that you bring that up, because, you know, it, that I used to read a lot of the Star Wars novels, and that carried on into the Star Wars novels. <laughs> That's one, one of the ones that stuck out most of these, Alan Dean Foster wrote one called uh, Splinter of a Mind's Eye, and it was before there was even any concept of that there was going to be an expanded universe. So that, uh, Splinter of a Mind's Eye is set between A New Hope and... Uh, uh, I just said the name of the damn movie. <laughs> uh, a New Hope and uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And, you know, it involves Darth Vader tracking down um, Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker on this planet, and at the end of the book, he falls down a hole into some lava. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that always happen? Is that the only way you can die in that world? You know what? In the Star Wars universe... A hole must be the most terrifying goddamn thing that you can imagine. There are giant, <laughs> giant spaceship eating slugs down big holes. There are f- caves where you go in and fight imaginary Force Darth Vader's that have your face in- inside the mask. Just any number of goddamn things, you know. Oh my god, I just figured it out, dude. They all need oil. If mask. you don't die by in Star Wars, if you don't die by falling to your death, then you get to be a ghost. Oh. Holy crap, 
fucking you're right. You get to be a ghost. That's the only way you get to be a ghost. It turns. It doesn't matter if you're a Jedi or not. It matters about how you die. Because of this discussion, I realized why Boba Fett is considered the most badass person in Star Wars, even though he had about three lines in two movies. He fell down a hole and didn't die. Yeah, that's why he's such a badass. He fell to his death, but did not meet his death. He climbed out of that bastard. They tried to eat him. While we're still talking about Star Wars, there's a big rumor that Lando Calrissian is in Episode Seven. Is there? They're, they're Why are they keeping it under wraps? The thing was, or they announce like, everyone else but keep him. Well, I read the the article. It's apparently they're claiming it's just a cameo. Well, so what? I mean, I, you know what? Here, I don't, I don't even care name. if Lando Calrissian's in the damn movie, but Billy B. Williams' ass ought to be able to at least walk by yeah. on the, in the back screen with some huge breasted alien like George Lucas did. Uh, you know. If I hope it's not that Colt forty five can do. That. I hope it's not a cameo where he's gonna, you know, they're gonna kill him off. But surely, maybe it's a cameo that will give me hope that he'll be in, you know, episode eight. So I hope he's drinking a Colt forty five. I hope he is. Normally they have those <laughs> in that long ago. But that plane that Harrison Ford wrecked, that thing deserved to be in a museum. He shouldn't be driving that old piece of shit. <laughs> Did you see that thing? What the hell? He is the greatest pilot in the galaxy. <laughs> the greatest pilot in the galaxy. He's Dude, out he, flying around and he chooses, in a hunk of junk. Yeah, exactly. In a hunk of junk. Exactly. Do you know how... And instead of crashing it into a populated area, managed to pilot a wounded ship into a golf course where there just happened to be a number of doctors playing. What kind of luck is that? The luck of a gambler. Yeah. I tell you, he is Han Solo. No, but you know that was uh, I. It, it was a World War II plane, I think, right? Is yeah. that the I know why he crashed the plane, you guys. Why? He was trying to make the Kessel run in twelve parsecs. He was. Damn, you're right. You think Boba Fett shot him down? That's probably what happened. That might have been. Might have been. <laughs> At least he lived. But yes, in, in all in all honesty, though, yeah. I'm really glad that Harrison Ford did not die in a plane crash. Yeah, because then I couldn't deal with Spock and Han Solo in one week. And then you know the fate of Blade Runner too, man. I'd be like, oh my god, you know. What about Star Wars? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, true. Well, I mean, he may or may not be all, true. I mean, he's he may die. Be Han Solo. I mean, he may die in Episode Seven, though. You know. Yeah. I wonder. Wouldn't that be crazy? Well, it wouldn't. They should make it to where. Uh, they should make it toward the ghost of young Anakin comes and kills everyone again. Oh, God. <laughs> and he's like, oh! You suggest that, didn't you? Because <laughs> we've already seen worse writing of that. Yeah, yeah. Many times. They should do a spin-off. Now that Disney owns Star Wars, they should do a Star Wars spin-off where it's like a, a, a haunting story about a Jedi ghost that comes back. You know, you know they did and it's a haunted story. You know they did zombie stormtroopers before. But what? Then, you know, did, yeah. Oh yeah. lord. Yeah, the, uh, there was a book called Death Troopers that was about a zombie virus on a prison ship. Oh, by the way, that Lady Death Apocalypse I'm starting to think is a zombie story. Really? Yeah, I read issue two of it. Is Polito back on board with that? I don't know. I, he has something to do with it at this point because I know he's trying to start his own company up through a Kickstarter. Yeah. Um, have we done all the news? Oh, no. Hang Mark on. Not. And something about a monkey. Yeah, we didn't talk about Arkham Knight last week because that, or last week is the special themed uh, episode we had, but Arkham Knight is, <laughs> it may be, it's definitely the first 
Batman game to ever get an M rated. Is it the first superhero game to ever get a mature rating? I couldn't. I couldn't. Is Deadpool it. rated mature? I believe Deadpool is. Mature. Is it? I, I wasn't. It sure. should be. I played it. It should uh, be mature. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of sex jokes in it. Anyway, let me just uh, look and see. It's still cool because you know those Batman games have been fairly dark. Yeah. And judging by the trailer, I mean, there's no language in the trailer. Um, and it, you know, it suggested that it's mature because language and I guess fighting and stuff. So it, I, I want to see some more Batman. Yeah, it's also, Deadpool is rated mature. Okay. Uh, then it, it's at least the first Batman. Um, but you can also in this game you get to drive in the Batmobile. I am really excited and, about that. Yeah. So that actually, I've not played any of the others. I have, but I've been subjected to many people playing them, so I didn't feel like I needed to. They're fun. Uh, but I, you know, because just because of that, I may buy this one. Oh yeah, and I think it's June, June or July. I don't remember. I mean, it's coming out here in a few months. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, man. I'm 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 kind of excited about it though because the story looks really interesting to me on this one. It's like I'm not really sure how. I guess it's the scarecrow is the villain is thre- is threatening all of the other inmates of Arkham City. Poop birds. Like, it's like, I, I, I just, for some reason, I imagine Batman going, yeah, go ahead and do that. <laughs> and, it, you know, I mean, that, that can't be what happens. Otherwise, this would be the shortest and most ridiculous game in history. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I kind of want to play this one. Why haven't they made a Guardians of the Galaxy game yet, damn it? I want to play a Guardians of the Galaxy game. I don't know, man. It was so popular, they didn't make a game for oh, it. I forgot to mention something, though, when we were talking about Star Wars. Apparently, Battlefront is happening. Is it? Yes. Is it happening? It is happening. Oh, yeah, dude, it's there's, happening. There's, there's apparently been some closed-door viewing of, of, of gameplay going on recently, and dude, I'm really excited about that. It looks bad Every other Star Wars Battlefront game has been friggin' amazing. This one looks like it's going to take the cake. From what so I've seen I, of it, I just I, I hope that it's not one another one that you know we don't get because we got screwed out of Battlefront once already. We got once screwed out of another game that they were doing with Star Wars, and as soon as Disney bought the rights, they canceled the game. Well, it was like a really dark game that played like a uh, like a it was like a stealth game. I can't remember what it was called. I know a guy who was super into it. I'll have to ask him what it's called, but dude, it—you can watch the video footage of it. It was done. Yeah, when, it looked amazing. I want to say it was when it was—I want to say it might have been Sony that was working on Battlefront once before and had the game all but done, and someone leaked a bunch of footage of it. And that like, was it online, and they were just like, "Project canceled." <laughs> I was like, "Why? Why? What?" You know, and that's the thing is, you know, <laughs> you know, like you know, it's a game. I mean, it's you know, it's. You know, like I, I guess if you found a movie and it got leaked, and you're like, "Oh, they've already seen this. What's the point?" But you know, it's like a video game. I mean, it's a completely different. Well, but yeah, then, uh, but I, I just can't, I can't imagine the the decision making process behind. We have spent all this money, all this money developing this, and then because someone leaked this video, we're just no, nah, it's not no. Nah. It's like someone made a foolish decision there that cost that company all kinds of money. You know, because. I don't care if they leak footage in the damn game a year ahead of time. People are still going to buy it as long as it's a good game. Yeah. And it was Battlefront. How could it have been bad? You know, they could have released, they could have just put a, an entirely new theme on the same game they've released twice already, which they were not doing, and it still would have sold. Yeah. So. 
Uh, one thing I want to mention is this coming weekend, for those of you, especially our listeners in uh, you know the Virginia, Tennessee, North Carolina area, Wizard World Raleigh is this weekend. There are a ton of awesome guests coming. David Tennant's going to be there. Elfira, Mistress of the Dark, is going to be there. Can't can't even I can't even begin to run down the list of all these of of all the the famous people that are going to be there. They're going to be signing autographs. There's going to be a ton of dealers there dealing stuff. It's going to be you know this this is one of the big shows like the big big nationwide shows you know. Uh, so if you if you get the chance and you're, you're within driving distance of Raleigh, it's going to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's going to be a hell of a show. If you want to go to if you want to go and get the Comic Con experience, that's one of the ones to go to. Man, I wish I knew someone going so I could have them get something signed for me. Yeah, it's 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 going to be a big ass show, man. I've I've got one or two people who may be going. Uh, I haven't got anything solid yet. I, I haven't seen anybody in a week. I can't cripple, but. Elvira, what is her real name? It's Chris. Um, isn't like Christina? It's Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. <laughs> What's her name? Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. No, I don't think that's it. But uh, oh, well, Cassandra Peterson. Cassandra Peterson. Cassandra. Oh, my butt cheeks are stuck in the chair. That's Be- horrible. Before she was Elvira and had this whole Elvira thing. In anyway, she uh, she was on the cover of a Tom Waits album. And uh, your banger. No, but she I is. Would. Her breasts. I'll just go ahead and say it. I would still like right now. Her, her, Dude, it's International Women's Day. Her, uh, hey, what the cut? It's Elvira. Her, uh, <laughs> her breasts are it's on Elvira, the cover, and she has little tassels oh, over yeah, the nipples. Yeah, man, it's like um, for some reason everybody used to think that that you know it was it was an unheard of thing for her to be naked, but apparently that was not. No, the it's case. not the case. I've she seen her naked every day. Apparently, did quite oh, a quite oh, a bit oh. of nude nude and or topless modeling. The Tom Waits album was nothing, and I, uh, but you know, I'm she a, even dip, took a dip in my shrimp. I always wanted to get that signed because I was like, you know, you know, I have that album. I'm a big Tom Waits fan, and you know, it's just like because you know, I don't think most people realize that that's her. You know, oh yeah, I mean, but, but because she looks nothing out of yeah. out of character, she yeah. looks nothing like oh, I yeah. it, aside from the fact that she's really built like that. You know, uh, uh, blazing red hair, blue eyes. You know. Smoking hot. Yeah. And you know what? She might be in her mid-60s. I don't care. She's still smoking hot. She rides a blazing saddle, a torch to light the way. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we have anything else we want to talk about? This is, what does that say about winter? Oh, uh, Winter is winter. coming. Winter, fuck winter. But winter. winter is still coming. It's I been coming care. for like four seasons now. I, I don't care. Fuck winter. I'm going to say it on behalf of everyone. Listening. I think it's over, though. For us, I mean, I, I, well, I, I hope so. <coughs> yeah, I'm sick of it. Sick of it. I talked to a guy. I talked to a guy earlier that lives in Mountain City that has not been able to leave Mountain City for three and a half weeks. There's nothing in Mountain City. What do you expect when you live in a place a called Mountain there. City? Yeah, but he's not in it. <laughs> that's all the guy that's in Mountain City. What a little uh, bit and, you know, I mean, uh, yeah. I was not saying anything bad about Mountain City. It's a, it's actually a very nice little community. There's, you know, uh, I haven't had anybody ever. Be it's a good place to go on the weekend to slam skins. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Dude, I went crazy for like the two weeks I was in my house. Yeah, I can't imagine. I can't imagine being. Uh, not able to go anywhere for like like my back hurts so bad from sitting uncle so long no joke uncle nectar uncle nectar uncle nectar uncle nectar 
Uh, what do we want to do? Do we want to do the giveaway, the, the 3,000 plays giveaway? We're going to do a giveaway. Uh, we mentioned it last yeah, time. Yeah, we mentioned it last week. We, we, we kind of put it off because we haven't worked, really worked out what we're going to do. Mostly because this uh, winter has had us all messed up, man. Yeah, man. It's like nobody nobody can we can't get our crap together. We cannot get our crap together because of winter. It is winter's fault. So now my battery's dead in my bike. Once again, yes, yeah, fuck winter. Uh, so we've, we've got a selection of comics uh, and DuckTales the movie, The Treasure of the Lost Lamp, a brand new unopened copy of that. Uh, in honor of uh, Dave Bear, we have one copy of the Street Sharks comic book from Archie Comics. Nice. Uh, we'll be giving that away as well. Uh, and what we want you to do is hit up our Instagram and our Facebook page, uh, share Tag people. Uh, we, we're we're just trying to get our locks up and you know keep our stuff on the radar because Facebook sucks and every now every now and then our stuff disappears. Yeah, you know and nobody sees our nobody sees our feed anymore. And I'll probably throw some uh, some things in here too. Yeah, there, there, As this, will I. This is gonna be an interesting little assortment of. Stuff. It's gonna grow. Be looking for something Thundercats related to be in there. That's my that's my dedication. Thundercats. Oh! I will throw something Thundercats in there. All right, uh, we're wrapping out. Maybe. <laughs> well, what does that mean? Here's, here, let's have a bonus conversation. A bonus conversation. What are we going to talk about? Well, uh, would you rather have a job <laughs> where you were that you hated and be rich, or a job where you were poor but you loved the job? I guess it depends on the jobs, man. Yeah, I mean, it would, you know, there are jobs that, I mean, if I were a chicken sexer, I probably wouldn't be awfully happy about my job ever, even if it paid good. I don't think it pays good. It would have to pay monstrously good to get, to get anyone to do it. I mean, no, dude, they, they, they use uh, abusive practice. They, like, hire illegal immigrants and stuff to do those jobs. Like, check it out, dude. They... Will hire like a huge truckload of illegal immigrants to come and do some of those types of jobs, right? What, what, what were they? What were they called again? Illegal immigrants. Okay. What did I call them? Uh, immigrants or something. Or like whatever. That. Illegal <laughs> immigrants. They'll do that, right? And then they'll report all of them having deported, so, so they, they don't, don't have to, to ever them. pay them. Sons of. They do fucked up shit like that's the kind of people that do those yeah, jobs. Yeah, uh, yeah. The biggest uh, pork. people who get screwed. Yeah, there's a big pork. What is that place called? Big. Uh, Pork factory farm in North Carolina, like the biggest. Yeah, they do that shit there too. They do, yeah. They're 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 notorious for that. You'll 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 pretty much work for a week, no pay, and then get get deported. And And imagine doing a job where you have to kill like three thousand pigs an hour. Yeah, yeah, like an hour. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, fuck that job. Uh, No. So moving on from that, would you rather go without junk food for a year or go without TV for a year? Ooh, uh, it's a tough one. I think I would probably rather go without junk food. And Jesus, look at me. I could probably stand to go without junk food for a year, you know? I think I'd rather give up junk food, too, because there's too good a TV. Yeah. It's like, are, right, are, yeah. like, are we talking probably. about like, any, kind, any kind of visual entertainment, period? Yeah, no TV. Television? No TV. And, and, like, junk food, do you mean, like, anything processed, anything sweet? Like, when I, I say junk food, food, I mean anything that's not healthy. Yeah. Jesus, I'd starve to death. No, I would give up the junk food, man. That way, you I, know, I would feel better. Yeah. I wish that somebody I, I had a gun food. to me and forced me to make that decision. <laughs> Did you eat gal tonight, motherfucker? Like, I wish that happened. I'd be like, all right. 
He doesn't legitimately wish that for, you know, because... What is your favorite drink? My uh, favorite cream soda or root beer. Yeah, I do, I'm right on the same page with you there. That's non-alcoholic. Mm, I, well, I mean, I drink I drink a hell of a lot of Mountain Dew, but actually probably my favorite drink of all time would have to be either Cherry Coke or Cherry Wine Floyd. You know, it's Tulsa. I thought you were an RC Cola guy. You know, I struck you to be an RC Cola guy. Yeah, RC's all right every now and then. It's just that it has a sometimes. Sometimes, if you drink it for a while, it starts getting a weird. It, it's like it starts getting a weird aftertaste. I hate that. So, <laughs> you know whose costume they never fuck with really that much? Spider Man. Well, they made it black and white that one time, and then it was alive, and they tried to eat him. Yeah, but you saw what happened. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, yeah, they don't, for the most part, they don't fuck with them too much. Like over the years. Yeah, I mean, there's some that, you know. Like, look how many different versions you we've seen what? of Batman's actually, costume. Actually, the co- the costume that never gets changed is Captain America. Yeah, I was about to yeah. say. What about he, Wonder he, Woman? Has Wonder Woman really changed? It's gone through some transformations over there. You yeah, it's, look it's, at them. it's really similar to, it's really a similar deal to like Captain America, Superman, Batman. You know, they're, they're all variations on the same theme. But, like, you know, with Captain America, as far as I know, the only Captain America and uh, real costume change that, that there was was when he was, like, U.S. agent. And it was still pretty much the same costume. You know, there's still flag on the chest, carrying the shield. It was just they can't change the coloration on the costume. And then, you know, there's newer characters that haven't had costume changes, but they're probably just because they're so new, like yeah. Deadpool. Or foreskin man, he he's he's over this. Deadpool's had some, some costume changes, but well, that's true. It's, it's variations on the same thing. Yeah, like his X Force costume was like white and black. You but. know, here's an odd piece of comic book trivia. Do you realize that the the character who goes through the most costume changes is? Ooh, I want to see if I can guess. Well, that's why I ask you. <laughs> let's have let's say uh, the most costume changes. Is it is, is it a it, Marvel or a DC? Well, I was about to say, is it a hero or a villain? It's a Marvel and it's a hero. Is it a Wolverine? Nope. Is it Cyclops? Nope. Is it? Uh, nope, not that one either. Is it uh, Taekwondo? <laughs> no, not at all. Sheena. What about like variations of the Hulk? Wait a minute. We got to find out the answer to the question. Uh, we'll, we'll go back to your question about the Hulk in a second. The answer to the question is the Wasp. Um, the Wasp changes costumes about every three issues. Weird. I wonder why. Because she's a fashion designer. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, That's kind of cool, though. That makes it cool. Uh, like she is kind of kind of considered a a fashion diva in the Marvel Universe and like you, you know if you go back and start looking at Wasp's costume changes through like especially through old issues of Avengers like every three or four issues totally new costume. I bet she's pissed right now then because she's trapped in that pocket universe with old Havoc well you know maybe maybe she's ever since Axis happened I haven't heard anything about any of those characters since that happened I also want to know what's going on with Red Skull I don't know what's going on through it. Wait. Well, last I heard, he was locked up in Doctor Doom's castle in one of those little chair things, and Professor X's brain is inside. So you're talking about? I was making sure you weren't talking about the guy in real life. That no, not that skull. red. Because I want to know what happened to that guy and what he looks like now. Now he looks I, like the Red Hulk. He's been working out. I, I don't even care. I, you know, I never thought he looked like the fucking Red Skull anyway. Guys, yeah. I have an idea. This is what we're going to do. We're going to stop eating shitty food. We're going to get in ridiculously good shape. We're going to get super buff. 
and each of us are going to get our skin tattooed to be a different Hulk, and we're going to walk around together as the Hulk gang. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Which one person? Would you I want to be the gray Hulk. I want to be the regular colored Hulk. The green? No. No, you got to be the green Hulk. Like, well, somebody has to be Bruce Banner. I'll be Bruce Banner. I've got the glasses. I have glasses too. <laughs> but you, what? Do you just say then you it makes be sense for else? me since I don't have glasses. Who are you gonna be? It, I, fuck, I don't know. Green or green or red? You know. If you you have to pick green or red. That's what I'm debating. You gotta pick one. I guess if I had to pick a color, I'd probably rather be green. Then you have to be the red Hulk. Why do I have to be the red Hulk? Because I'm the gray Hulk. Wait, you could be She Hulk. Yeah, you could be She-Hulk. <laughs> it is International Women's Day. I do have the boobs for it. I would rather be She-Hulk, guys. I'm just going to come clean. I'd rather be She-Hulk. You know... Uh, uh, she's a lawyer. You know, she makes good money. She's a lawyer. But there was a She-Hulk series that ran back in the 90s that was ridiculous. The crap that they did in that book was ridiculous. Like, there was an episode where, uh, you know, basically... They had to do something to sell the book, and you know they'd be like, "In this issue, she Hulk jumps rope nude." You know, you couldn't yeah, see anything. That issue. You couldn't see anything at all. But they, I mean, they, I mean, it was basically they were they were almost making fun of all those sex sells comics that ran like the bad girl comics that ran back in the nineties. But at one point, it just became over the top the crap that they were pulling in that book and it was just like it was like what the hell are you? and you know that was one of the books where they where they were constantly breaking the fourth wall and the character would just start talking to the reader and be like <laughs> and you know and for some reason people were surprised when the book got canceled because it wasn't selling <laughs> it's like when's the last time y'all told a comic book story in there you know man I'll go ahead and tell you right now if I was She-Hulk if I just suddenly turned into a She-Hulk, I would be able, I would get more women than I get now as myself. Probably. I would be able to get more women as She-Hulk. As She-Hulk. <laughs> That's saying something bad about myself. I don't know. When a She-Hulk has more sexual appeal than you do as a man, then it's it's just it that that it's time to end things. That's it. It's over. Sexier than you, a she-hulk, a she-hulk.